your weekly dose of wrestling here, free fans in a pub. We have a pretty special episode for you this week. It's episode 94. Uh, but before we get into all the things that will be going down this episode, really quick, do you want to wish a quick happy birthday to the one and only Queen Bee? She's having a birthday party in a kingdom that we were not invited to, so she <laughs> should be attending this episode. Oh, well. Also, happy birthday to me. My birthday is tomorrow. Yay! But yes, uh, instead of doing our normal running through Raw and SmackDown and all that jizzity jazz, uh, we're going to hold the first ever Three Fans and Pot open forum. We have two special guests, uh, the one and only Mr. Business. Here, here. And the one and only Dev Dastardly. King of the slow clap. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just going to be talking, talking about, about wrestling things and having a good old time and drinking some brews and getting a little tipsy, because that's what we do. Yeah. Well, uh, all you guys have been on this before, so you know the drill. What are we drinking? I'm getting naturally lit <laughs> off of a natural lit. <laughs> <laughs> that deserved it. It's so fun. I'm going to make a t-shirt for you that's just hands clapping. <laughs> actually, I actually have the clip art. It's a little hands clapping. Yeah, it's a little... King of the slow clap. Sound triangles like slow clap. Yeah. Um, it's me. Easy E. It's laziest of these. I don't know why I'm still like the only one if you fucking introduce them. That's all. Uh, your former reigning defending three fans and pop the you champion. Thing if you don't have the title. Well, I was like, your former reigning defending. Don't worry. Stomping grounds coming around. And we'll be stomping that ass. <laughs> Take my belt back. <laughs> on a on a side note, I tried to win the house belt today. During the <laughs> Is it like show. a twenty four seven title? No, no, no. Well, yeah. well, she only defends it during pay per views. I tried to win it today. I tried to oh, get it on the line. Much, she yeah. would not. So I threw out a generous offer, and the only way I could win the belt today is if uh, these five uh, wrestlers. We're in the Battle Royal, and those five wrestlers were Hulk Hogan, Mick Foley, Matt Hardy, CM Punk, and John Moxley. <laughs> I, like I was one out of five. Matt Hardy was in the match. <laughs> I was like to point out, he picked these wrestlers. I did not. You did this to yourself. Oh, I was wondering you know. I didn't think that was like... The only way that she put it on the line, it did not go in my favor. <laughs> I don't feel like you gave it 110%. But. Oh, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> anyway, oh, I am drinking the uh, crispiest of apples in Angry Orchard tonight. Yeah. I'm drinking a barefoot spritzer. I never did get rid of that. Just a Moscato peach and honeysuckle, whatever, whatever. Mm. Mm, I'm gonna be fancy pants tonight. I got my pinky out and shit. The fanciest of sleeves. <laughs> And it's me, the Carney Katie, the killer colic, the coolest cat, always sitting at the goddamn table, also, you know, three fans in a pub champion. And the best there is, the best there was, the best there ever will be. And I'm also getting that truly lit, and I'm going to do a shot of Captain Morgan because it's my birthday weekend. And I'm getting tore up from the flow up. Woof. Woof. That's what I'm doing. Woof. You weren't invited. <laughs> you were not invited <laughs> to your shot party. Fine. A you can do invites to the shot party. <laughs> Pickle! Pickle! <laughs> do shot! Could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's his, right? 
What is? The liquor. It's the liquor yours, right? is mine! <laughs> so, <laughs> I said she had to remind him. Oh no! Uh, thank you, Dev Dastardly, for uh, I own the liquor. I Well, let's go ahead and jump right into this uh, open forum then, shall we? Uh, so, there is a hell of a lot going on in the rest of the world these days. So let's just jump right in, shall we? Um, so John Moxley, who has been the talk of the town the past two weeks, actually has won his first title after leaving WWE. He won a New Japan's United States Championship mm-hmm. from Juice Robinson. Yeah, and apparently in this match he was like a totally well, like a what? Uh, I don't remember which promotion. He was in when he had when he wore trunks last. Was it C- CZW? Yes, uh, but he had black trunks with like a little barber wire print around one leg and uh, just knee pads and boots, like wrestling boots. And... Following through on the whole hardcore aesthetic. Yeah. He was he was actually He's... in that in this match. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So it was like a totally different look from what we saw at Double or Nothing when he showed up at the end of. Um, Jericho and Omega's match. No, wait. Who was it? Yeah, it was, was yes, Omega. Oh. Jericho. Ah. Indeed. It's good to see him actually being able to to be himself with, with what he's done in AEW so far and, and what I've seen from videos. It's being able to, uh, looks like, control his character a little bit and mm-hmm. cut his own promos, which is which is good to see. Yeah, he had a promo that was, it was like him with the hoodie that said Moxley. Wrestling, and there's like a you know bag hanging in the background. And we're just talking to shit about a Janella. Yeah, Joey Janella. Who <laughs> he's gonna be facing? Uh, is it Fighter Fest or is it the? I think it is Fighter Fest. Because there's Fighter Fest, and then there's Fight for the Fallen, which is not which are two weeks apart. Yeah, I was gonna say that's not very far behind it. So that'd be exciting. When is the? When is the uh, the first match for the the championship, the AEW? That's at All Out. All Out, which is at the end of August. August, okay. Which that in NXT UK will be happening on the same day, but not Oof. the same time. Oh. So the, people are saying it's... As well as a new Japan trip. Oh, shit. Wow. You need a lot of wrestling. But people are saying this is the first time that AEW and WWE are going to go head to head, but they're really not. No, because it's oh, not it's at the same different time. times. Yeah. yeah. It'll be interesting to see which one gets more views, regardless. Yeah. So, they, so AEW hasn't. Nobody has a belt yet, right? They haven't had those matches yet, right? The only belt they've have revealed they, is like they've the, revealed only one so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there are no champions. What what's the as we speak right is now? Is it just the AEW Championship belt? Is that what it is? I don't have a name for it. I think it's the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. Very beautiful belt. Though. I've seen the gorgeous. Bret Hart was the one that showed it off, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I saw I saw that. I didn't know if they had more with their. They haven't revealed it yet. I mean, obviously, they'll probably yeah. attack No, it. they don't have a uh, yeah. match for it yet. Like, they don't know who's going to No, be. it's going to be Chris Jericho versus King of Cage. That's what they for just the, said. For the championship Okay. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. huh. it was the winner of the... Uh, battle Royal? Not the Battle Royal. Oh, the... Cause 
the casino battle the royale. royale. The yes. winner of that faced off against the winner, or faces off against the winner of Omega Jericho. So we've got oh, Hangman so Page who won the battle royale. Yeah. Huh. Which wouldn't be. I mean, I wouldn't be mad either way, whether it goes Hangman Page or Jericho, but. I hope it's Hangman Page. Alright. I mean, you know, one of the young guys. Win an inaugural title. Win it. I think Jericho though kind of gives the belt more prestige. Oh yeah, yeah. Jericho, yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. But like I said, I wouldn't be mad either way. Interesting match, regardless. Yeah, should be a good one. Yeah. Exciting, exciting, exciting. Also, Hangman Page has a labradoodle. It's so cute. Just thought I'd throw that out there. Since <laughs> while we're speaking of dogs. Because Bertie's <laughs> talking in the background. I'm not a labradoodle. She's like, I have things to say about wrestling. I watch it all the time in this house. <laughs> I have opinions too. Mm. Uh, also, um, NXT TakeOver 25 happened. Uh, mm. We discussed the match card on the last podcast. Which went fantastic. Oh, so as it always does. Mm-hmm. So good. Uh, so we had um, um, we had Matt Riddle versus Logic Strong. Really good match. I have to say this this uh, night did not go the way I thought it was going to go, but not in a bad way. Um, I always thought Undisputed Era was going to come out with a clean sweep. Mm. They did not. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of speculation going on that, but but Matt Riddle does end up winning. Uh. Roderick Strong had a pretty cool sequence of moves, though, where, uh... Oh, where he kept running back and forth with the elbows. Yeah, yeah that was pretty good. Elbow yeah. strikes. Like, yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I thought he was going to win after that, and then that little... Still managed to pull up with W. Um, we had the Tag Team Championship match, which was a ladders match uh, with um, Undisputed Era versus the Street Profits versus the Forgotten Sons versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Birch. Hell of a ladder match. Um, oh. Literally, at one point, uh, Morrow was saying something about they're trying to kill Kyle. Referring to Kyle the Oh my yeah. god, they killed Kyle. <laughs> like, <laughs> that man was dodging ladders like it was the Matrix. Wow. Like, <laughs> you could tell they were throwing him and just not paying attention to where people were. Oh my <laughs> like, god. He got clocked through the ladder like oh, multiple times by accident. <laughs> um. But, uh, have to say I was a little surprised, not upset, but the Street Profits ended up winning. The um, way it ended was really good. Very good. With very Montez good. Ford popping up out of nowhere, springboarding Oof. onto the ladder. What? And the look he gave him, goddamn, he had, he, he saw red, man. Oh, yeah. It was very good. So, they had some really cool spots in this match, though. Uh, definitely give it a watch if you haven't yet. Pretty innovative match. Yes. Uh, North American Championship, we had Velveteen Tree versus Tyler Breeze. Another good match. Which, honestly, it's not my favorite match of the night, but so close to being my favorite match of the night. This was the match of who is more extra, as the kids say these days. Oh, wow. It was so good, though. Um, Velveteen wins. Did, did they, did I, is Breeze getting a rematch? He's staying in I don't know, but Breeze right? was he got fucked up pretty badly. He was, like, bleeding from his ear and shit. I thought I saw somewhere he, he said that he was going to stay, so I didn't know if they were going to do a rematch or if he's just staying and going to do something else. 
I think that's the word, is he's going to stay in NXT for a bit. Yeah. Which... Why not? Nobody should be mad about. Oh, absolutely. Like, no. Like, keep him there. He's going to... When I feel like he should be happier in NXT. Oh, yeah. A, being way underutilized on the main roster, and B, just the shit show that the main roster is becoming. I mean, when was Just the last stay time? under that Triple H umbrella. When was the last time you saw the main roster? Yeah, exactly. It's been a while. And see, it might end up, it might lead to him finally getting that title Hey. <laughs> here, here. <laughs> Which he's been chasing. <laughs> I thought. Yeah, that was a, a thing on Twitter, right? Yeah. Where the Funko Pop people were asking mm-hmm. what AEW people they would like to... <laughs> the people would like to see Funko Pops made of, and Tyler Breeze was like, me! <laughs> <laughs> me! Yeah, and then uh, he, he ended up retweeting a link to something that was like, Tyler Breeze hinting at an AEW, and he's like, Guys, I just want a Funko Pop. Like, that's <laughs> all I was trying yeah. to say. Goddamn dirt sheets. But yeah, like uh, Mr. Business said, said earlier, Velveteen Dream does end up retaining. They do take a selfie at the end of the match, in which Tyler Breeze did post on his Instagram and social mm. media. And so they, I guess, show a sign of respect, if you will. Um, we had the Women's Championship match, which was Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai, and the interesting match. Um, so, Shayna Baszler ends up retaining. Candice uh, LeRae does end up coming out at one point with a lot of kendo sticks in this. Um, <laughs> All the kendo. A lot of blindly swinging kendo sticks, I will add again, and I feel like a lot of people got really fucked up with the kendo sticks. People weren't paying attention to where they were swinging kendo sticks. Uh, but at the end of it, um, Baszler retains, and, uh, Io Shirai ends up beating her up with the kendo stick, and makes Candace get a chair, and Io Shirai does a moonsault with a chair and hits Baszler, and that shit was crazy. Here's my thing. Here's my thing, okay? For Shayna Baszler, right? She's beating everybody. Really, you're almost to the point where... Who's who's left? Somebody's eventually got to beat her. Well, Kyrie beat her for the belt, and she's gonna sell sell off into the, the main roster seats. Um, she's almost forty years old. Right. So, so I, I think it's gonna be the window's closed fairly soon. Yeah. My question is because because I'm not you know I haven't kept up with NXT as well as I should. Where is Candice LeRae at? Is she injured or is she actually fired? Is she? she fights. Is she, she, she kind of going to be the one that maybe... No, no I don't think so, man. NXT is so She's with Gargano, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where kind of... Maybe she, you know, Gargano was the underdog, and maybe Candice LeRae could be in that same spot for the women's side. You know, I just... Maybe. I, I don't know who else would be left with NXT. You know, nothing is guaranteed it. in wrestling, but at the end of the day, what Triple H said was that he wants NXT to be its own brand. And not a farm system. Mm-hmm. So I would honestly not be surprised if you see like Organo and Adam Cole and Candice LeRae and people like that just be exclusive to NXT. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like. I, I feel like. Which I'm not mad about. Oh, absolutely. I feel like right. anybody on the NXT roster right now who's approached about going to the main roster is like, fuck you, I'm staying put. Yeah. I'm staying here where I can. Grow and actually be on TV and be act, you know, be part of something. Actually, get to wrestle. 
And yeah, have good exactly. matches. Have yeah, have good nice. matches and, and do some storytelling. And not end up like Ricochet. That's that's what, that, that's that is like storytelling. Their storytelling is the wrestling. It's not a bunch of promos and yeah. you know sketches and scenes throughout weeks. It's it's the wrestling that tells their story. So you that's either so you either end up buried like Ricochet, or you end up only storytelling like Alistair Black, who's had nothing but promos. <laughs> <laughs> this is all for right. how long now? Like just storytelling. Call, me, call me Bard Black. <laughs> Granted, I will say though, Bard Black. I think it's a little bit early to say that they. Buried Ricochet. He's got some wins under his belt. He did beat Cesaro. That's true. I, yeah. Like, yeah. They've they they've been split one one to one right now, right? Yeah. I don't think one yeah. Yeah. he might have won this past was that the third one? I think one? he might have won this week. So he might be two one right now. Ricochet might be. I think so. Well even you'll have to so, yeah. me fans. I mean I, I don't recall, but uh, I saw someone tweeting about let's I make this a best of seven, yeah. have them tie and then put them in a tag team together. And no. I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where yeah, have we seen I'm, this before? Okay, but I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna pin a little bit. Here's my thing with, with wrestling. Hands down, Ricochet's one of the best in the world, right? Everyone the best agree. high flyer in Absolutely. the world right now. What happens when they come to WWE is they put you on the same level as everyone else. No one is different. They don't have definitely, and unless you're tears. unless you're Brock Lesnar or not even tears, unless you're Brock Lesnar or Roman Reigns, everyone else you could face. You know, you you could face a guy two times or two weeks in a row, and you're gonna split. That's how they do it. There is nobody that is can go out there and, and win seven matches in a row because they want everyone on the same level. And that's that's hard to believe when you've seen so much of Ricochet and know how good he is. I mean, mm-hmm. there's no way he should have that many losses. He should be building a winning streak right now, as so many guys that come up from NXT should be doing. Mm-hmm. Those guys should be almost unbeatable. Yeah. That's I mean, how – even if it's just – if it's and I love Cesaro. I'm not saying Ricochet should, should beat Cesaro every time. Mm-hmm. I think Cesaro is a great wrestler. But they do this back and forth with their wins, and, and it, you can't really separate – this is the best way. You can't separate yourself from the pack because they keep the pack so close. It's, and I don't like that. Yeah. It's almost like wins it's and losses don't complex. really even matter. Exactly. It, it does and, not. And I will say, like, in the past maybe ten years – the only outsider that's come in and been put on a pedestal and had like any relative success is AJ Styles, and mm-hmm. that's because he is the he only is. one. So right. Joe's in the he, same boat. No, he Samoa starts Joe off in NXT. With, he's with the pack. He's not. He, had, he can't and, separate himself. And it doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be a look thing as people have expected for the past few years. Like, no. oh, Vince has got this, you know, ideal body type and stuff. No. Because people like Drew McIntyre, he went to NXT too. Like. It can be argued he's had zero success since he's been back. Dude hasn't done shit. Right. And NXT is a good example because in NXT you have those guys that are higher elevated. That You know, you have these guys that are fighting for the belt. Johnny Gargano fought to get there. He battled his way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You, you have that better, that better line of fighting to get there. Which well, it's a better story arc and it's bear, a better character exactly, arc. Exactly, exactly. And that's the difference between main roster and NXT is that you don't have any character building. You don't have any story development and storytelling. Right. They, they used it's, to be able to do that. Basic oh, yeah, things. yeah. When, when you look back at The Rock and Triple H when they started, they fought. They were they were two guys that I mean started out you know rookies just doing whatever and then they went. <laughs> 
together for the Intercontinental Belt and had long feuds, and, and they weren't in that higher effort echelon of fighters. Mm-hmm. You know, they had those guys. And, and, you know, they fought to get there, and they, they build up with each other. It, and it, on the main roster, it doesn't seem like you really have that. You have your main roster, your, your main roster, your main event guys, and that's really it. It was yeah. still somewhat of a meritocracy back then. At this point, it's not really. It's just like, hey, we'll push this guy, or we'll push that guy. Not this guy's been having killer fucking matches, and he's been killing it and exactly. doing his job to the T. He deserves it. Nothing is merit based anymore. It's just Vince no. man being. Seen it does. It's like it yeah. doesn't matter how hard you work. Yeah. How how well you can cut a promo, or anything. I mean, it's really just based exactly like um, whatever comes out of the grab bag of a senile. Right. right. Whenever someone, whenever <laughs> someone who's like, not getting a shot gets a shot, it's just completely random. Mm-hmm. It's just a random pick it out of a like the, the fucking Baron Corbin or yeah, Kofi, Kofi, like for example, Kofi was, like, Kofi was random. It was, I mean, it was been very at the WWE random. and everyone here probably you know I enjoy it. I love Kofi. Yeah, I like the well, yeah. shit, but we don't like it, it was just off all league. Yeah, it was just yeah. Really random. It wasn't like he there was a story being told there until they decided, okay, you're the guy. We're gonna tell the story in two weeks, and here we go. You know. Well, and even from there, that was a perfect springboard for when Mustafa came back to continue that story. Of revenge and redemption and all that stuff for him. Instead of Dolph oh, yeah, Instead of fucking Dolph Which was the completely moment, random. Okay, that so is... this, this Monday, you get you guys, you said you didn't watch Raw. No. I, seen, okay. I saw it. <laughs> okay, so. I refuse to watch it. I, did you see that when Dolph Ziggler was out there talking to Kofi and how, you know, I deserve this and yeah. blah, 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 blah. Okay, so there was a bit in this whole thing, like, Dolph's on the ramp, Kofi's in the ring. They've been, they're going back and forth. Dolph's like, you know, I, this chance that you're, you've gotten, this title you've gotten, it belongs to me. That was, and, you know, I deserve that. And Kofi's like, what have you done? You know, I worked hard to get to where I am. He's like, it took me 11 years to get here, and here I am. What have you done? And he's like, well, I've done this, and I've done that, and I've worked hard, and I've never gave up, blah, blah, blah. And Kofi's like, oh, yeah, but what about this? And then they get back to the Titan Tron, and it's Dolph on the night that he relinquished his U.S. title and just left in the ring was just like, fuck you guys, I'm out. Right. <laughs> and the look on his face when they went back, he was just like, oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I did that. And it's just like, that just proves right there in that one moment that this story is bullshit. You yeah. can't go anywhere with the storyline at all. That is, Dolph Ziggler is a great example of just a random what are we thinking, here you go type of... Yeah, yeah. And it's like... There's so there's so much else you could do that would make okay so you know we we had talked about um, talk is Jericho uh, with John Moxley mm-hmm. um, and talking about WWE and all the the debacle that is creative events and you know that whole the creative process not the creative team but the creative process is just fucking broken and how nothing works like it used to. And then that there was almost a sort of a weird continuation of that conversation this week on Talk to Jericho and Dustin Rhodes, where he was talking about, you know, um, that was a good interview. How he was saying, you know, years ago, he used to be able to approach Vince. He used to be approachable. He was yeah. at all the live events. He was there. You could just walk up to him and say, oh, Hey no. man, I have this idea. He's going to puke. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, and now it's just like, 
you know, you can't even, he was like, you can't even fucking talk to the guy. It's like, you know, and to have been a part of it so long ago when it was so easy to feel like you were heard and to feel like you were being part of what was happening to your character. And he was like, to now, and I'm paraphrasing, he didn't say all this verbatim, but basically when he was talking about that, that's kind of the gist of, you know, what he was getting at it's just how different it is now than from how it used to be years ago. Before, like you were, you were the one who was telling me, you guys were telling me about the, uh, talking about how he like surrounds himself with. Like a certain group of people. Yeah, just a certain. Like two or three years. Yeah, and they're really the only ones who have any influence or any say when it comes to Vince. Which is a shame. And Dustin also talks about how nice it was going into AEW. And seeing all these guys, these young guys, who know they have creative freedom, and who are hungry, and who are excited, and and he was like to feel like like a whole promotion, you know, and a whole roster of people who are just excited. A, a, a little bit of creative freedom, freedom is probably a, a hell of a thing. Yeah, it, a and you know, John Moxley was talking about, you know, being stifled creatively, I guess, and then. There was this whole thing, and Jericho was right on it with him saying that, with Dustin saying that, um, you know, like even promos that you were given in WWE, like, you know, they'd say, here, do this, and you do it, and it was flawless, but like two minutes and 35 seconds. And they'd say, okay, we'll do it again, but get it down to two minutes. And they're like, do you want it good? Or do you want it at two minutes? Like, you know, you gotta. Pick one or the other. <laughs> I love Chris Jericho. I just love, I love him. And he was like, he, he's like, you know, they had this promo and it was like a minute. And so he was like, they wanted me to get it down to 50 seconds. And he was like, so he's like, I'm fucking Chris Jericho. And you can't give me the time that I need to do this promo and do it right. Because, you know, if I get these 30 more seconds, that's making or breaking whether or not we sell tickets to this next show. Like, so let me do it in the way that will sell tickets. <laughs> Don't stifle me and tell me that I have to do it in 50 seconds and it's not going to matter or mean anything. And it's just that, that kind of like micromanaging and like yeah. browbeating people into just doing what you want them to do and to hell with whether or not it makes a, for a better product overall. Well, I think another issue, especially with it being so scripted, and I think it's an issue that Roman Reigns had a real problem with getting over with, is that a lot of these guys, you can tell when they're doing these scripted promos, it's not the way they naturally talk. Right. So it just sounds weird. It doesn't mm-hmm. sound right. And I feel like that was an issue with Roman Reigns for a while is because they were... They weren't allowing him to talk the way he actually normally... His normal cadence, the normal vocabulary he would use. Right. And it shows. It really shows. These guys aren't actors. I mean, I know part wrestling is acting and doing these promos... But they're not trained actors. Well, they're like, not going to be able to slip into, like, a character that has this crazy vocabulary and these stupid words that they always choose. Man, the poor man say, suffer and suck a tash. <laughs> I guarantee you, you never said that. But the greatest moment It's like, you know, John Moxley, the whole pooper scooper thing. It's right. just like, nobody... <laughs> oh, it'll be hilarious. Nobody know. The John Moxley in AEW would never say that. He's, he's going to be... <laughs> Fuck it, maybe not fuck, but he's gonna be—he's yeah. gonna say some stuff that grabs some people's eyes. But that's uh, yeah, 
And what uh, what Moxley was saying in his interview too about, um, you know, if you want someone to come in and read the script, hire an actor because they're gonna do it better than I am. I'm here, like I'm here to wrestle. That's part of it, but that's not the reason I'm here. If you want this to just fucking read the script and say these stupid ass lines, yeah. then just hire yeah. an actor to do it. Has Has everyone here seen the Stone Cold podcast with John Moxley? That I don't was think really it awkward. Is. Yeah, yeah. He, you haven't seen that. I this was a while ago. Oh, he did say he wants to go back. It on. was really awkward. And like, well, like, well, there was an article that was. I saw <laughs> I something that Dean Ambrose, John Moxley, came out and said mm-hmm. that he came out and said why it was so awkward. And I, I didn't read it, but I was wondering. I'm, I'm interested to see, like, if if they were telling if him they were telling him what to say, or if they were trying to be in charge of you know just it's a podcast and you go out there and say what I want to say or. If anything like that happened, but I saw something that he came out, and I don't remember what podcast it was on, but he came out and said that something had, like, this is why that podcast was so awkward. So I was wondering if, if anyone knew why. But uh, I actually did read something the other day that apparently Stone Cold might be having a falling out with Vince um, because USA has approached him about doing a wrestling show after Raw, like a talk show or something with a phaser. I assume kind of kind podcast. Yeah. Um, like it would actually be on TV? Yeah, and the first people that USA pitched to him to do, first he was upset that WWE didn't approach him about it. It was actually USA that approached him. Huh. And the first people they wanted him to have on was the Ms. Maurice, which he said, no. Apparently the first person he wants to have well, is John Moxley. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, that's the first person he wants to have on, but of course they want him yeah, to have... Not, I mean, they're not going to let that happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's no, no. Yeah, huh. of course they want to have Miss Maurice, because they're they having the show, show, show. But I just love that Stone Cold was like, no. Nah. Stone, Stone Cold isn't interested in pitching Miss Maurice... At 10 o'clock, you know. Um, no. And honestly, <laughs> the world doesn't need... The, Ms. Maurice don't need Stone Cold to pitch Ms. Maurice. Right, right. They already have their own reality show. They're doing fine. He's still doing, you know, I mean, booking aside, he's still doing fine in the WWE. He's great. He, you know, he's in this weird, I guess, a baby face character right now. I'm not exactly sure we what's happening. We thought he was going to win the battle. <laughs> Super yeah, sure. really. Spoilers if you haven't. I yeah. wish he had, he so you could throw that in Shane's face. Uh, yeah. But actually, I would rather this Miz and Shane thing just die. Anyways. Well, now I want the Miz and Roman thing to die. <laughs> yeah, let's just... Oh, can I go ahead and... Uh, really quick. We'll, um, wait. well, I can wait. Till, we'll, because we'll probably. Are we going to cover the Super Showdown card? Yeah, we will. Um, I'll wait. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll wait and hold that. Okay. Because I have some thoughts on that as well. That went off on an interesting tangent. But uh, last week, next week, oh shit, I Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole. <laughs> Thanks for hanging in there, fanatics. <laughs> this was a barn burner of the match. This was match of the night. Although I will say, Velveteen Dream and Tyler Breeze were not too far off. Um. Fucking great match, though. But Adam Cole gets the victory. Adam Cole, baby. Oh, I was... Oh, it was so mm. good. Poor Johnny Gargano, though. And then at the end of it, because I was like, well, Adam Cole's the only person in Undisputed Era that won. So I thought it was like, Adam Cole's going to turn on everyone. I was going to be like, you bitches, I'm the only one that won. Fuck you all. He didn't know they all come out. They celebrate. Really good stuff. Really good stuff. To put you guys on the spot. Spot up. Both of you. Yeah. Spot monkeys. Carney hands in. Sleazy G. What do you think? Where do you think they go from here? With with the belt and Gargano, like, do you think there's a rematch? Do you think something else happens? Do you have any thoughts? Put me on the spot. 
I don't know. It's like within the Gargano whole feud, or like. Do you think they continue that, or do you think there's a new? They they go in a different direction. What do you think? Oh, they're kind of one and one, so I feel like you need your rubber match. Right. But I don't know if they'll do that immediately. Really, you think they might have someone else step in for the next match, or? Has has Tommaso Ciampa been out with an injury? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been out for a while. He was actually on the pre-show. How close is he? I think he's he... got a neck injury. I don't know. He if... won't be back with the next pay-per-view. I don't know how far he was he on is. the pre-show. He was on the pre-show, yeah. and he did say that he doesn't really care who has the belt. When he comes back, it's his belt. Well, and that's what I was getting at. Like how, I was trying to figure out how close he was he to being be, back. He won't be next. Um, yeah. I don't know how close he is. And I wonder if they'll have just some kind of I don't want to say a throwaway feud, but just a short feud with Adam Cole and somebody else to give him time to maybe, maybe he just shows up and right. just kind of shows up on the, you know, on the ramp and comes to ringside and kind of gives Adam Cole some shit just to kind of spark a fire. Yeah. Because they, I mean, the thing about NXT is that you do some storytelling and mm-hmm. you can be playing a long game with it. If it'll be anybody, yeah. it'll probably be Roderick Strong. I was just getting ready to say, mm. like, do you think they, I mean, they they are eventually going to kick Roderick Strong out of They've already played era, the season. Right? You know, if this yeah. one, how I wanted wanted it to, it would be like WCW or TNA. Mm-hmm. They're just going to keep growing the Undisputed right. Era. Right. Just keep yeah. adding more yeah. fucking I like guys that I grew up watching. Like, I like that's just me being selfish. Like, right. exactly. Like, I don't I know, fucking throw Gargano in there. Like, why not? Man? I would say that they <laughs> He's might, a great heel. But yeah. if you listen to any interviews they do as the Undisputed Era, they always do the whole, like, picture thing and who would you want in Undisputed Era, and they always accept no one. Hmm. Like, old school guy, The Rock. Ah, he's a cool guy. But no, he's not I in the would, Yeah, no, I'm like, stupid. I would, you know, they would definitely take Kevin Owens in a heartbeat. No, oh, actually, yeah. no, no, no. they said no. They not Kevin Owens. They literally want no one. And they'll be like, ah, he's a good guy. Mm. I kind of like that, too, though. They're, they're like, 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 no, 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 no. We're good as we are. We're fine. We're fine. No, Not accepting applications. Which, I mean, in building with that, like I was saying, the next opponent, obviously that won't be Roger Strong. If they're going to do that, that's going to take some time to build and cool. the eventual turn. So they'll have slow. another takeover probably at SummerSlam. They always do the big four. I don't know. Mm-hmm. They might go ahead and do the Gargano match. Does I'm not the, sure. Does the loser go to the main roster, do you think? Oh. If they move Johnny Gargano to the main roster, he's not going to do shit. I don't think so either. Maybe, uh, like, like Dev was saying, uh, hopefully they just yeah. keep everyone there. Although, if Ricochet didn't go, he might not do But, yeah, I would hope so. But I think they would maybe move Gargano. I wonder if the wrestlers have a say. If they can, I, I think if they can turn it down. or Yeah, like, if they're approached and it's like, hey, main roster, can they say... Nah, no thanks. I'm well, I feel like that. I feel like it shouldn't be solely up to him. I, I feel like he should have to at least... There should be some negotiation between him and Hunter. Oh, yeah. Well, technically, Hunter works for him, so... <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you, no, would no, hope, but... you would hope they're having those conversations, yeah. like... I just like to think of Triple H, like, this big umbrella over them, like, trying to protect them. Yeah. Like, oh, no, he's not ready. Crazy not, shit. I know he's won the champ. He needs more time. <laughs> <laughs> he's <laughs> not ready. <laughs> but, um, I... 
But I mean, you remember the last crop of people that caught up? It was Ricochet oh, and Alistair Black and Lars Sullivan. Lacey Evans. Evans. Lacey Evans. I don't even know what they're called now. I'm just so. the, the Viking Raiders. The War Raiders or the Viking Raiders. Yeah, yeah. Viking Raiders. The Viking we'll go Raiders. with Viking Raiders. Which they came in, I think, on the tail end of it. They got heavy but machinery. All those people they called up. That was a surprise. It was after WrestleMania. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I mean, on that. And I know it kind of took a couple of weeks for all those people to get called up, but that last group of NXT people that got called up, I really don't feel like there was a reason for it. I feel like Vince just wanted to boost the main roster. Like, yeah. they didn't have any storylines for them. Mm-mm. They got called up and didn't do jack shit with them. But they started, I think they, they so were advertising like it. Vince's wins that are like, call them up! <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it was like they were advertising it when, like, early mid-December. They're like, coming soon to the... And I was like, like are they just doing they this choose. to beef up their rosters for the Rumble? Or, like, what are we doing? Because why are you just suddenly... Why would it's you like, not wait till after new, Mania yeah. when new storylines start? Here's one thing. When was the last time they called up anyone from NXT and had a solid, clear plan for them? Build up. Knew what they were going to do. I mean... The only person I can think of is Kevin Owens. Because mm. yeah, he, he faced John Cena Nakamura, maybe. Why do you remember what Shinsuke like, did? No, but Shinsuke did yeah. the same thing where they had the months of coming yeah. soon. And yeah. Then they yeah. Fought it back Samoa Joe kind of like kind of months later. Samoa yeah. Joe was kind of Triple H's lackey, and then Seth Rollins got hurt. So maybe maybe there was something there, but then Seth got hurt. But other than that, they called so many people and don't have a clear plan of what the hell they're going to yeah. do. So why even yeah. call them up until you have a storyline for them? Why would you even fucking call them up? Yeah, see, you're here. Yeah, no, like, yeah, like a, Brian was like, saying, the closest would be Kevin Owens, or I would say, even though some people would probably disagree, Drew McIntyre, because he did have an impactful debut and he kind of carried Raw for the last year, so. Yeah. With him, it's just even though it hasn't well, been he's been in for him. yeah, well, and and that's like even and not not in the realm of NXT columns, but like Braun Strowman, where he where they keep them. Like in involve in some storylines, but they never take they never take them anywhere, never give them a title. To shit. <laughs> yeah, and for all the hype that Braun Strowman's had since he's been out of the Wyatt family, and all these matches and all, winning the Money in the Bank contract last year, and it's just like having two blown Money in the Bank contracts yeah. for the men two years back to back. Right, and then we have. Yet to foresee against spoilers for Super Showdown, <laughs> the, this year's cash in. Yeah, but it's just like, what are you ever really gonna do with him? Because it's like, why have you not put a belt on him by now? And it's like, he has to be the big belt. It, no, it could be the U.S. title. Let him do that first. He's you know country belt, strong, as it says on its arm. That belt. Even dead. with Joe, like they finally gave no, Joe a belt. Yeah, and, and that that, that belt is dead. Joe's had it. Ray's had it. Nobody cares. Which one? The U.S. belt? The US yeah. Belt. Oh, dude, yeah. Shinsuke had it, and Motherfucker wasn't on TV for, like, yeah. months. Yeah, yeah like, Rusev well, and that's had another it. thing. Rusev had it, and the fans wanted that. Were chanting for that, yeah. and they did nothing. Well, and that's the thing. Why even have a title if you're not going to have it in a, like... You're a story to the title belt. belt than you are at the United States. Yeah, yeah. Which, so, by so the way... The U.S. belt is on <laughs> Raw... Now it's because yes, Finn's got the icy belt on SmackDown. So, so the US belt. Are you sure? So Joe's on Raw. What? Joe and Ray are on Raw. Because that's wild that. card rule, so I don't know anymore. Well, <laughs> and that's the other thing is basically with this wild. And I just what's so funny is I just made this point 
to John Wednesday night or yesterday evening as soon as I got home about how, like, he was asking me about the wild card thing, and I'm like, it, he was like, isn't it supposed to be four, you know, any four members of Raw or any four members of Smackdown? And I'm like, uh, no, it's been whatever. So then we were watching wrestling. Continuity. So then we were watching. Well, yeah, we were watching Wrestle Talk last night, and they said the exact same thing. And they were like, no, it's just a fucking free for. They're like, yeah, because on this episode we had this person, this person. And they're like, oh wait, shit, that's six people. That's way. That's more than the four. You actually expect Vince McMahon to follow his own rules? No. I put these rules forth. That would be what I want. <laughs> Probably as he pours himself a nice glass of scotch. Brin. Yeah. But it's uh, what, kind of, what kind of liquor does Vince drink? Scotch or you think he's a scotch guy? He's a sipping whiskey guy. Sippin', are you like sure that. he's a sipping whiskey guy? I don't know. Imagine him with a little nice oh. glass of wine. No, he's not a no. wine guy. I imagine no. Stephanie drinking wine. Yeah. I can even see Shane drinking. I, mean, I I feel like Vince is very mad men. So yeah, scotch or something. Classy, classy scotch. Yes. Yeah. He's oh. got some like. Administrative assistant that basically dresses like she's from 19. You know what this reminds me of is on horrible bosses. <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Oh, <laughs> so who yeah. who is Jason Bateman? Who would that be? Would that be Trish? Twenty-five-year-old Scotch. I'm not just gonna pour it back in the bottle. I'm just doing oh, that to your drinking problem. That's why he won't get back. He's toying with it. <laughs> I've decided to absorb. <laughs> <laughs> that works so perfectly. What a parallel. <laughs> that works really well. Um, but I think actually, back to what you might have been saying earlier, Mr. Business, uh, about how they call all these NXT guys up and they don't do shit with them, they don't have good matches. I will say one of the very, or even if they do have good matches, they still won't give them anything. Um, I feel like one of the better feuds from the NXT guy was Samoa Joe and Brock Lesnar. And I know you're not mm-hmm. expecting Joe to get the build out of that, but you yeah. think he would have gotten a push earlier than he did. Right. So I fucking had to go from Raw to SmackDown, mm-hmm. wait there a little bit, yeah. couple, a couple of months, and then finally get the US title. He didn't do anything on SmackDown, did he? No. He had his AJ feud, which was still pretty good. I don't think he had any of his as good as Brock Lesnar. As far as promos and build up, yeah. you know, actual wrestling. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah, and then after that, he finally got the U.S. title, and then now he's on Raw again, not doing shit, which I don't understand, because he's fucking smoking. Well, here's, yeah. my, here's my point with that. So you got the universal title on Raw, and you got the women's belt, which Becky holds, so that's your number well, we one and two belts. Yeah. I know, I yeah. know, I'm talking about. Yeah. So Prestige you have a third belt on, Smack, or on Raw for your mid-carters. You have a lot of mid-carters, and... A lot of them are really good. Now, they're in the pack, like we were saying. Nobody mm-hmm. can separate. That belt is perfect for that, and they don't do shit with it. Yeah. Nothing. It's not even It's not even. Sh- it's not showcased every week. It's not showcased every pay-per-view. What's the point? You should always have a feud with that belt, and it should be something that you can grow and create. They don't do it. I feel like every pay-per-view should be a title defense for every belt. That's what the I card agree. should be stacked. And then you have your other... You know, random feud matches yeah. or whatever. You know, throw in a you know a ten man tag match or whatever else you want to do, as you know, just some ton fillers and you know just fun stuff, light light matches <laughs> between yeah yeah. But I feel like if if there's gonna be a belt, and that was what a lot of people were bitching about this twenty four seven title. They're like, 
you're not doing shit with the IC title. You're not doing shit with the US title. You're barely doing, you know, it, what happened with where where are the women's tag belts right now? Like, oh my god, they haven't been defended in two annoying girls have it. The iconic, the raw tag belts. The, when was the last time you've seen those on TV? Who Zack Ryder oh, and Kurt Hawk Major Brothers? Yes, yeah, thank I don't you. Remember. Yeah. Since WrestleMania, I mean, that, that's your yeah. tag on. That's well, not even TV. They're on the Raw after me. Yeah, that was. But that was it. And the so, last time, yeah. so here, that, and that's the point I'm getting at is that you have all these titles, you're not doing shit. <laughs> so with you're it. like, let's add so, one more. Hey, you know what we need? It's another goddamn title. That's what we need. Now, yeah. granted, granted, since it came on the scene, can we just? <laughs> it's a fucking gem. He is a fucking gem. He's the only reason I'm and this whole thing. It's really not. And there was this whole like thing on Instagram of them like on the plane on their way to Jeddah. You see him like lifting up all the blankets. Blankets, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like accidentally waking up people. And he gets to gender and he just like. And Carl Anderson's next to him. <laughs> Carl Anderson. <laughs> and he throws himself <laughs> over it. Carl's an Anderson. And the ref's like, what? See that people are waking up and he was like. I'm the European twenty four seven. Yeah, and yeah, it was some of the bathroom. Yeah, some, some of the people going for that belt though, man. It's it's somebody it's depressing. Like EC 3s in that whole mix. Somebody like, Cedric sit. Alexander, Cedric Alexander. Somebody sit Drake Maverick the fuck down and tell him he has get back in your cage until someone calls for you. EC3, nobody. EC3 nobody else. Another example of just what the fuck are you doing? Well. It, I don't know. I mean... I think it has to do with how much shit he talked about WWE when he went to TNA. Well, if I was him, yeah. I'd be like, my contract is like... Yeah, no. This like, is what you have to I, Yeah, exactly. I'm but in like, the prime of my career. How do you world. do that? You know, like, if you're... Say you're him in NXT and they're like, hey, we want you to be on Raw or, or we want you to be on SmackDown... How do you say no? Because you don't know what the fuck they're going to do with well, you. Well, I feel right. like he was in the last crop of You know, you're going to be like, obviously. Yeah, he was in that. With well, he was in that, he was in that promo the package that they were doing with yeah. all, all these NXT with with Lacey Evans. Evans and, that was yeah. before I feel like people were starting to realize, which I don't understand why, because I feel like most NXT guys haven't squandered up to this point, but that was the last group people that they were like, yeah, go to the main roster. And that was a terrible mistake. And now people are like, oh, Literally, out of all of those people, there's maybe only one successful person, and that's Lacey Evans. Yep. She had a title match at a pay-per-view. Spoiler alert. I'm, <laughs> if I remember correctly, EC3 was the first person eliminated in the 50-man battle royal. Ah. First guy thrown out. I also never thought I'd see a 50-man in the ring. At so let's just go ahead and talk about this uh, train wreck. So let me get this straight. All 50 of them were started in the, at well, the same this time. This is what they did. About There's 50 minutes in a ring. So, so about 46 came out all together and got in the ring. Then they gave intros for The Miz, Elias, Elias, Cesaro, and Samoa Joe, and Lord Titus O'Neil. And Titus O'Neil. Those, Titus five, O'Neil those five guys got to walk out. Everyone else just started. Did Titus O'Neil fall down? No, they made a Did he walk? You kind of like jogged a little bit, and then I was like, like, whoa. Like everyone in the ring already was like, Tip-tum. calm down. And he's like, you know, we're at the, the ramp ends, and it kind of has that. I don't know if it's slick, but it looks kind of slick. Like it's like a kind of shiny part to the end of the ramp. Yeah. He like got to that part. He was like, Woo, and everyone was like, "Calm down, Titus." But he didn't fall. But he got to walk out, and I was like, "Wow, really, Titus?" And I mean, like, so you're talking Mustafa Ali didn't get to walk out. He Man. was in it. Yeah, 
Matt Hardy didn't get a walkout. <laughs> I mean, I know that Matt Hardy's not the best, but, like, he's a little bit more well-known. Like, yeah. I don't know if there's a little more prestige around him. <laughs> right. Yeah. And fucking Titus O'Neil. <laughs> like, what the Maybe, hell? Maybe, uh, is this music more exciting? <laughs> um, like <laughs> oh I also have to say, and I don't want to, no, no slights to the... Are you going to just go down the card match for the... Really quickly, but um, don't want to be a bitch to the Saudi Arabians, but um, your crowd was dead as shit. Oh my god, yeah. it was so bad. They, they, they popped for anyone. They popped for Randy Orton. <laughs> for for Randy. some reason. They really like Randy Orton. And that was about it. And, and um, forgive me if I pronounce it wrong, Monsoor? I Dev, maybe. Um, you know, they, not, no, I'm hold just on. because Dev uh, might know the wrestler. No, I don't know the wrestler. He was in the... They introduced him in the last Saudi Arabia show. Oh, so he was there oh, last yeah. year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember they, like, introduced, like, four or five guys, and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Come to the performance center. Yeah. So he's that new? Like, he was in the performance center for probably a year or so? Yeah. And then they yeah. just let him win the... He doing NXT house shows, from what I've okay. read. Okay. But, so, but he's, like, green, like... Yeah. No, very... Before last year, he had yeah. never wrestled, right? Because, you remember, we kept looking at him, we kept getting him confused with Mustafa Ali the entire match. Yeah. Oh, my the God. Only, I didn't stop to my boy like that. Man. Mustafa was wearing yellow, and that's the only so reason I remember. So we kept trying to figure out who the hell this guy was, and it gets down to, like, him and Elias, and we're like, what the fuck is this dude? I thought he was just a random fan, <laughs> like, they gave him a shot to. I was like, God damn, he's gonna win the whole thing. Well, I Talking can't pronounce that guy's name. Yeah, I have no idea. Like his name is his first name is Mansoor. Yeah. Mansoor. But the Mun- rest of it, yeah, His last name? No fucking idea because I don't speak Arabic. Um, but so but, super showdown really quickly. Uh, the Usos ended up defeating the Revival. Who surprised there? Oh, this was on their kickoff. Show starts off with Universal Championship with Seth Rollins and Baron Corbin. Which kind of made you think shenanigans or something, you know, because it's the first match. Mm. There's no way it's just gonna be. It wasn't a bad match, though. They can't see me doing that. They can't. They can't. <laughs> He's dusting his hands. <laughs> I washed my hands. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have to say, though, uh, actually not a bad match. Um, Baron obviously kind of works over Rollins' ribs and stuff like that because the Brock's beat down on Raw. But um, Seth ends up retaining. Uh, Borky Boy, well, after the match, Corbin hits him with an end of days. Kind of beats him down a little bit. And then out comes Borky Boy. Got a chair ready to go. Coming down the ramp. Here we go. <laughs> was he like teasing a cash in or anything? Well, no, he was, he, he, he was, he was cash in full ring of fire. No. He was going to cash what? in. You don't know. You haven't. No, oh, I haven't. No, oh, I haven't watched it. What happened? That's okay. I mean, you just don't tell me. It's going to sound worse explaining it than <laughs> So what happened? Can I? Can I? Okay. <laughs> I give Mr. Business the floor. Okay. So. Story time. <laughs> Seth Rollins wins. Baron Corbin beats him down in a daze. Testing of the hands. Brock's music hits. Brock's coming down. Briefcase in hand. Paul Heyman right behind him. Brock's got a chair. Gets in the ring. He's getting ready to do business. He's getting ready to just fuck him up. Paul Heyman falls in between the ropes. Getting into the ring. Just falls. With, with the contract in hand. And with the contract in hand. And Brock... And when I first saw this, I thought it was. I, I thought it was. You literally just kept screaming. Paul Heyman fell down. I thought it was. I thought it was real. Like I thought he actually just busted his ass. But apparently, it was supposed to happen. Paul Heyman falls. Brock's like, "What are you doing?" Seth. Before before I get to Seth, 
Brock looks at Paul falling through the ropes. Mm-hmm. The ref looks at Paul falling through the ropes. And while everyone's doing that, Seth low blows Brock Lesnar, oh. gets the chair, and just wears his ass out. Curb stomp on the briefcase. I'm out of here. But when Paul fell through the ropes, I was like, Paul doesn't botch. It was, <laughs> like, when, it was when they did the replay. We could tell that it was Yeah, when you see the replay, you can tell um, that's how they were playing. It was distraction. Seth gets out of here. kind of... Not throws the briefcase, but kind of pushes it like underneath Seth Rollins, so the briefcase is under him, so he can't like hand it to the right. and catch the inner dude. Right. right. Like that uh, actually wasn't that bad. Well, I, I guess you you were. It makes me want to go watch a clip of that now. So. Oh, it was hilarious. Because <laughs> I didn't see him fall at first. I just saw the replay. And I was like, that was perfect. He, he busted his ass. Um. This, in all honesty, might be the best. No, 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 it's not the best. This is probably the second best match of the night. But um, the IC, Con- IC Continental Championship, just the IC title, I don't have to say both. But the IC uh, Championship, it's the Demon Finn Balor versus Andrade. Pretty hard-hitting match. Um, Again, just a dead crowd and not, like, a whole... It was just weird. Obviously not the best match from either one of these men. Also, um, want to point out, it was apparently, like, 100 degrees there. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, it, it is in the middle of the desert. Yeah, apparently so, it was, uh... But I mean, like, hot. Finn's face paint was sweating before the match even started. Like, not really bad, but, like, right under his eye, you could start to see spotting where you oh. could see his, like, actual skin. But, uh, Finn ends up retaining, obviously. Um, then we had Shane McMahon, who's... Very, did not watch that match. Did not Very care. sweaty. But here's where I said... Oh, well, it's <laughs> sweaty on any given That's day. Like, I can't imagine. About that, we're like, it's 100 degrees. <laughs> <He's gonna laughs> this, this is the thing oh, about this match. Shane McMahon beat Roman Reigns with the aid of Drew McIntyre. Excuse me. That was pretty good. I'd be willing to bet that Roman beats Drew at the next pay-per-view, right? I think they've already made me announce that they're going to fight at Stomp. No, they are. They've already announced it. What I'm saying is Roman's going to win that match, right? No? No one no one here thinks that no, Roman's going to win? I think he probably will. But how bad is that? I, I know Shane won because of Drew, but you have Shane win and then you have Drew lose. Mm. Like I don't like that. I think Drew should be Shane's fighting for a, for a title. I'm just don't give I'm me that kidding. I'm, I, it hurt me to even <laughs> say that just now. I'm just joking. But I just hate that. That's I, I'm I'm like ninety nine percent sure that's what's going to happen to Drew, and it sucks. Mm-hmm. I feel like Drew, Drew it deserves, deserves better. better. Yeah. But uh, I feel like, I don't know. We all deserve better. <laughs> I like to imagine just Vince McMahon backstage plotting things. Like, I mean, that's like that's like his boy. Roman Reigns is Vince's boy. And right. I feel like he's like, if anyone's going to beat Roman Reigns, it's going to be my son. <laughs> he's the best in the world. <laughs> Jeez. I want some old him to do it my goddamn self. <laughs> oh, man. So we had a... Um, a three-on-one match of Lars Sullivan versus the Lucha House Party. So, again, you guys said you didn't watch them. Lars Sullivan had an in-ring promo with Kayla Braxton last night. I mean, not last night. They, they on SmackDown. During this, so we, we did see it. God, it was so bad. I feel like it didn't really, kind of, maybe not a lisp, but like a, I don't know, he just yeah, talks very it's a, it, It's a lisp, but it's like a... It's not super pronounced, though. It's not like... It's, like yeah, it's not a it's not a tip of the tongue 
very front teeth lisp. It's like back at your canines <laughs> and it's your the whole rest of your fucking like his tongue is causing a problem to speak, but it's I, John was like, God, watch it, just watch his face. He was like, just his whole face. It's weird. And I said, you know, like those videos where like people recorded it like upside down and there's like a so, and then I was like his face is like an upside down chin it just looks funny and you feel bad for laughing though because it's how his face actually I looks I don't feel bad for laughing <laughs> it's not a joke and it's have, just like <laughs> and he's like do you like nursery rhymes and it's like oh stop the whole, the whole just thing about the uh the three mice and he was yeah. like and then their bodily fluids and I was like Ugh, I know we're sold and shut up twenty two of those mice. I just oh the whole Lars Sullivan thing I'm just not on that train at all. So this match was <laughs> longer than I thought. <laughs> thought it was gonna be a squash match. It wasn't. Um, not, it wasn't good. But they it busted good. him open again. They did make him bleed. They, this is the second time they busted him up. I believe it. Like, like a pinata? I think it's probably all those he racist was bleeding the, He was bleeding in the mouth. All those racist homophobes. They told Grand Metalik in Spanish, they're just like, hey, this guy's a fucking racist. Grand Metalik was like, what? Oh, what I don't Hijo de puta. Ray's back talking to him and I'm going to murder this guy, man. Like that. I just imagine um, the longest yard remake. Stone Cold said, 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 He's the estrogen guy, right? He's the estrogen guy. Oh, look at him. Is that a WWE production? No, <laughs> no but there's like Adam five Sandler. wrestlers yeah. in that. Oh, was that from his production company? Happy Madison, yeah. yeah, yeah well, if he was in it, it probably yeah, was. He doesn't well, do because, yeah, it had Kali, great Kali, Stone Cold, Kevin Goldberg. Nash, Goldberg. Goldberg. I forgot about Goldberg. Kevin Nash. Goldberg, uh, we'll get to you in a minute. <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got a lot of things to a say. A lot of people that are just not actors first. Like, it has Michael Irvin in it, it has right. Nelly in it. Um, I felt like there was one more athlete. Maybe that was it. That might have been it. Bob Sapp. He broke through my nose. Bill Romanowski. He was in it. He was a linebacker for the Raiders. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, Total loosh. <laughs> He was, he was a douchebag. Uh, Lucha House Party ends up losing this match, not because anyone got pinned via disqualification. They just decided they had enough and wanted to whoop his ass. Yeah. <laughs> a, okay. good old, a good old, a good old, I don't want to. Oh, but yeah, <coughs> disqualification. A good old beatdown. Lucha House Party. Lucha beatdown. So then we probably get to, uh, at least according to the crowd, the best match of the night. <laughs> Triple H versus Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would say it was the best match of the night. I enjoyed it. It was interesting. Which is very surprising. Well, more in part, I mean, it was, it was, a, Orton. It was, a, it was a good match, and the crowd, I think, they were actually in it, which helped it a little bit. They got a, this is awesome. Like, chant, the, the like fin, they didn't chant at all during any match. The Finn and Johnny match was good. <laughs> But it seemed dead because the crowd fucking sucked. I think that was the better wrestled match. That was. The better entertaining match, uh, in, in not even value, would probably be true. Yeah, the, the it was a good match. Yeah. I like it. 
It wasn't. This could have gone way worse. This match could have been better if it wasn't put together in two weeks. Mm. I, I had an issue with a, bigger build up a couple of matches. That, that, for, for what it is, Randy Orton, Triple H, and the history, mm-hmm. that should have been a, a long... That should have been built. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was yeah, absolutely. That should not be just... <laughs> I'll see you in Saudi Arabia. It, they cut one promo, didn't they? Like it was, uh, the, yeah, it was the week yeah. before. He said something. I mean, they about had some balls. video packaging, you know, yeah, the, 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 the video, video packaging, video package that was, you know, like kind of showing their history with evolution and all that shit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it just comes down to the storytelling. And if you can't, if you don't do it, if it's, if it's last minute booking and you don't have the time to do it ahead of time, tell it in the ring. Yeah. Which, granted, Cody and Dustin had, like, those videos, video promos, you know, on YouTube and stuff coming back and forth, and then... But the storytelling in the ring itself was... Why it was one of the better matches on the card. And, you know, and he even... wrestled on the card. Yeah, he even but, said, you know, I missed some things... But overall, like, it was, overall it clicked. And Jericho brought up the fact, he was like, you guys didn't, you hadn't even done anything. You were just standing in the ring and the whole, the whole crowd's chanting, this is awesome. Yeah. Dustin was like, yeah, I felt like we could have not touched each other for ten minutes and just stood there and it would have kept going. He was like, that was a feeling that I had. Oh, my God. I'm still. That's how you know you've captured lightning in the bottle. Yeah. Still, still just thinking about that one. But, uh. What, was that what else was on the? Well, Randy Orton actually ends up winning this. He does okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in, uh, wins. Um, <laughs> Triple H's bike. His, oh, he oh, came out on a bike. He had his trike out there. That thing mm. was badass. It was a trike, like it's a three wheel motorcycle. Yeah, yeah. nice. Ooh. He had yeah. a trike because there's, there's, a, there's no throne anymore for him. Okay, no. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. Hey. That was nice. <laughs> And I love that Dustin was like, yeah, you know, and then, you know, he was like, before the match, Cody makes his entrance and he smashes Triple H's throne, and I'm like, he realized he's been trying to tell everybody about that stuff that was. And then he's just like, yeah, he's smashing fucking Triple H's throne out there. It's like, okay. Oh boy. <laughs> you tell him. We <laughs> uh, uh, Brown Strowman versus Bobby Lashley. Brown Strowman wins. That was a toilet <laughs> ring match. <laughs> I don't think I... I, I, I went... Poops during that entire match. So. <laughs> I think you came out. I took a shower during this match. I yeah, literally so that's what took I'm a shower during the match. You took a shower. I took a poop. <laughs> came out. No bathroom. Who's bathroom? Match. Uh, then we have the WWE Championship, which I think for the most part we thought maybe Brock might try to cash in here. He does not. Uh, Kofi versus Dolph Ziggler. Kofi retains at the end. The Ziggler goes backstage and gives a very confusing. Interview Very confusing. Byron Saxon, who I guess this is, he's downgraded to backstage interviewer. Good. Hey, Keep downgrading. Only in the Middle East. <laughs> and it is fine. No, it's only in the Middle East because they're not the women aren't allowed. Renee did commentary. Yeah, they had this big old white silky, not silky, but it was. She had a burka on with a no, her oh, face shit. was showing, but she had a big old thing on, like she was wearing a. Like a, oh, yeah. Was like a over thing. It was yeah, a big old yeah. thing. Yeah. It was a big old ugly thing. Okay, shimmering. Yeah. It had some sparkly additions. Uh, it was a big old mm. So it's some shenanigans. Woods actually uh, hit him with a high kick. And then uh, 
Griff ends up hitting Ziggler with the shovel of paradise. Um, I still don't like this backstage promo with Byron Saxton, um, because he's just like, everyone can see Kobe is nothing more than a coward, and he says that he out-wrestled Kingston, and I'll have my rematch inside a steel cage, so I guess you can have a steel cage. Man, you have an issue with Xavier. Fighting Xavier in a steel cage. <laughs> I'll be down for it. No, because then Kobe can fight someone better. So then we have our 50-man battle royal, um... I feel like we already talked about uh, Mansoor winning. Yeah. The crowd also popped for this. <laughs> um, and I, I don't want to. I don't want to downplay that he's. You pointed out earlier that um, uh, did dastardly. Uh, that he was there last year when they did this. Yeah. He was one of the guys that got invited to the piece. You know, I could be being. A little ignorant about that, but I'm pretty sure he was one of those guys. No, I, think you know, right. I think you're right. They were in the ring and they were being interviewed by God knows who. I don't yeah. remember who it was, but he was one of those guys. I had never heard of this man until literally today. Yeah. Well, unless it was last year. Not since then. It wasn't even, I don't even think it was a full year ago. Or was it? I don't think it was. It's it ridiculous, man. Shit, I can't remember. Did he do good in the match? Like, or did he just kind of... We like, really didn't watch him because we didn't know who he was. <laughs> I mean, there were 50 of them in the ring. We, we kept watching guy, the people we thought were going to win, and then when it got down to, like, six, and we were... We, when we got down to six, we were like, oh, who is this guy? <laughs> like, we, we didn't know. But he came out of nowhere. <laughs> but I have since read today that he works, like, NXT house shows. So a man whom apparently you've never even used on TV. But no no real spots. There was no real no there was real nothing offense. Really cool. About the coolest part was when um heavy machinery, the Viking AOP's back, by the way. AOP's um, Oh wow. Both of them. The Vikings. They're back in the show because they're lacking talent, but, but I mean, we will withhold. I'm just they saying they might not we'll be on TV. Yeah, they might not be on TV, like the Viking Raiders. Hmm. Yeah, none of these people, none of those have been on TV, so what would change? Like, why would they be on TV now? Like, hopefully they are, but... Yeah. I will, yeah, I will withhold any hope till the next till TV happens. shows. Like, yeah. Until it happens. Anyways, it was, that was probably the best spot, you're right. I didn't even get through the spot. I know what you were talking about. <laughs> that spot, when you well, were can I, can, to, I, can I finish it for the other people? Yeah. That are listening? Yeah. It's a heavy machinery. It was a good spot. <laughs> AOP. Best spot of the match. The Viking Raiders experience, whatever they are, and you said heavy machinery, AOP. That was it. It was just so three. Those three tag teams. Had a little tag team standoff. Like everyone was down. Those three teams were the only ones standing. The worst part. It's a lot of meat. Remember though, the worst part (laughs) about a lot of meat. The worst part about it though is you have those tag teams in the ring. Great moment, you know NXT and all that. Crowd has no idea who who any of these fuckers are. <laughs> like the crowd, the crowd is not cheering. They're not like, oh my god, nothing. Which kind of killed it. Oh wow. That's how, although they did chant NXT when Triple H came out, which I mm. thought was weird because like you guys aren't saying shit. Like yeah. Hey, you gotta acknowledge. At least they know what NXT is. Over there. Yeah. And they they know that he deserves really to be good. acknowledged for his his work that he's doing with them. Like the 
two chains of the night was Randy Orton in NXT. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. During one match. No, they had they had a Goldberg Taker chant, but I mean, do we I was really so displeased with that match. But um, yeah, so uh, Mansoor wins. Mansoor um, sounds French. Mon. 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 Yeah, Mon. sounds French. Monsieur. Monsieur. <laughs> yeah. A little different inflection there. <laughs> so yeah, he wins. <laughs> um, moving right along. So last match of this terrible pay per view, and my oh. the worst match. Sad. So sad. Um, Undertaker versus Goldberg. In which, oh, you know, of friend of the pod, Junior Little Dead Man, was so hyped about this. He only got two hours sleep last night, was posting about it, posted a video on Instagram, cool. and I was like... Get up. Yeah. Do you want me to cover it? I was like, dude, I know... What happened? You were so hyped for this. I hope I'm it's worth it. you do this, because you're always... So happy to watch The Undertaker. Okay. Also, very quickly, uh, Goldberg and you know, an Undertaker were in the ring together, I think, on SmackDown this week. Well, on, we were watching it on Hulu, and it froze on Goldberg's face, and I couldn't help myself, so I, I sent out Snapchat and put this little filter on Goldberg's <laughs> face. And it's he been amusing like me all day. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Who does he look like? He looks like he got Yeah, he's like a little old man from Up. I don't know. It looks like it looks like a kid from Pixar. Movie, but yeah, I can't yeah. He's... What movie I'm thinking? Anyway, I'll I show that. He was blue. He looked like a smurf. I'll share that one on the uh, Instagram for this episode. So. Okay, so Goldberg comes out. <laughs> he's our play-by-play guy. Who's <laughs> yeah. Goldberg. He's the Ronaldo. Goldberg. Said that he had retired the headbutting of the the door because of the last time he did it, he bled all over during his promo. He obviously <laughs> did it again tonight because he was there was a little bit of blood on his forehead. I swear, he got lost backstage. You know how the guys walk him to the ring? Well, they walked into gorilla position, and he's walking down the hall. And then I'm not kidding. Five minutes later, and Goldberg's still not out. Like he he hasn't made an appearance. His entire theme's played. Like, I, I haven't even heard that much of his song before. I didn't know that. You're like, there was that part in the song. <laughs> then he finally comes out. His, his intro was literally like 10 minutes. And then The Undertaker's intro was like 10 minutes as well. Because his is naturally like 10 minutes. So, I get in the ring. You get in the ring, you can see Goldberg's heads busted a little bit. Not, I mean, not super bad, but uh, as soon as the bell rings, Goldberg hits the spear, hits it again. Two spears, Undertaker's down, one, two, Undertaker kicks out. After that, the match completely falls apart. Here's what I want to say. Well, I'll cover the whole match first, and then we'll, we'll dive into it. Um, some spots in the match. Uh, Undertaker hits Goldberg with a choke slam, a really bad choke slam, and they, they continue to fight. Um, Undertaker tries to hit... I don't know if I have the order wrong, but it doesn't matter because it was that bad. Undertaker tries to hit... <laughs> Undertaker hits, actually hits... The tombstone on Goldberg and looks like he uh, almost right broke his, his neck, dropped mm. him right on his head. It's probably revenge for that fucking brainbuster. Well, see, I think the, the tombstone happened that first. Oh, so Goldberg then after is that, Goldberg, after that, Goldberg actually Undertaker up for the jackhammer, can barely get him off the ground, drops him high on his shoulders, looked like it might have been his neck, um, just really bad. Goldberg mm. goes for a tombstone and completely falls over. Um, Undertaker quickly picks Goldberg up, 
worst choke slam ever. Like two feet off the ground. Two feet, like literally, like I, I don't know if it was you, Deb, or you only said it, but uh, look, it looked like he just kind of pushed him over. <laughs> and uh, like the time, it's like yeah, just kind of pushed him over. One, two, three. That's your match. Now here's the thing, because. On, he did on, hit an old school that didn't look bad. On the social media, on, on the interwebs, <laughs> on the interwebs, Goldberg's catching most of the flat. Goldberg's catching a lot of it. It's both of them. Well, I know. Undertaker hit the tombstone first, though. And with the way it looked, he might have concussed Goldberg. <laughs> you have to also add that they're both mm. 70 years old, and it's 100 <laughs> degrees. Maybe, maybe having a jet question. Maybe, maybe like, having a, yeah. It's like the, yeah, I mean, the meme I've shown you guys. Yeah, Grandpa versus that Grandpa. Maybe having a concussion. Maybe it being that hot. Maybe that's why Goldberg couldn't get Undertaker up. I don't know. Either way, it was bad. Neither one of them really need to do anything anymore, in my in my opinion. The worst thing okay. is, I, I saw reports that Goldberg might be sticking around after this. Ooh. I don't know after the match how it went, if WWE really wants that, but before the pay-per-view I read that Goldberg could possibly stick around a little bit longer. <laughs> From His what I'm seeing, was terrible. Goldberg tweeted, mm-hmm. knocked myself out and thought I could finish. Dot, dot, dot. Love my fans, dot, 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 but let you down. Everyone else that found, quotes, pleasure, hope you are happy. He, j- he tweeted that after. Matt Riddle. Yeah. So he might be concussed. <laughs> yeah, he might have been concussed at some point during that match. It's that possible. It's very, put together it's, it's, it's very possible. No. It's, like he's trying his hardest just to like... It's very possible. Make it make sense. I have been preaching for the last... I don't know, two WrestleManias that um, Undertaker shouldn't be wrestling? No. And you know what? If you've been in the gym and you've been working and you had your hip surgery or whatever, that's great. But that doesn't mean you need to be back in the ring. I thought that the Roman Reigns Undertaker match would be the worst match I've ever seen Undertaker wrestle. And God, no. I mean, and then the DX versus Brothers of Destruction thing happened where he could barely fucking stand up at the end of the match. What? And then I was like, that's the worst match I've ever seen him do. That and was now he's really done this one. Match. And like, every Holy match shit. you do is literally just lowering your fucking bar. Yeah. Well, here's it's the thing. Okay. You have one bad match. You have a fucking It could have been a fluke. Unparalleled. You have another bad match. There's a pattern forming. Yeah. Like, and that's not a coincidence that you have two bad matches in a row like that at his age. Yeah. And without him consistently being in the ring and working and being, I see, that's one thing. You can be in the gym and working out and stuff, but if you're not in the ring taking bumps and working and staying fit that way, like in a wrestling capacity, not just an exercise capacity. Yeah. Like, like he looks probably great for a man his age just because he's in the gym working out, but at the same here's time. The thing. You can have a 20 minute match and not get gassed because you've been working on your stamina, but when you're old, you're not used to taking hits and you're taking bumps and uh, you can't cardio. fucking get up. Yeah, ring cardio versus just running on the fucking treadmill is very, very different. different. Thank you. Is not the same, and frankly, Undertaker has not had a good match since the CM Punk match at WrestleMania. Well, I have a, I have a opinion. I, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. Pick our brains. I just spit that shot out all over you. You did, you did. <laughs> hey, buddy, you alright? <laughs> it cut me. <laughs> and it's also cut my computer. <laughs> okay. And your phone and the puzzle. 
<laughs> In case you're wondering, fanatics, we do the podcast on top of Lord of the Rings puzzle that I'm in of finishing. I will say, I actually I didn't. With <laughs> probably 20% of the puzzle. <laughs> Hmm, probably I've more like 35. <laughs> Why did it give Great. myself a little bit more? You haven't spit through You have a dresser. Also, I did, um, oh, Emily, in case cleanup. you didn't notice, I, uh, I've added more to the puzzle. I've got Gandalf. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. And I actually, I'm making progress. There we go. And I, I highly doubt you. I'm, I'm over halfway done. You are yeah. over halfway done. Kind of. It's just, there. you reach a certain point where it's just like, I'll figure I, it out. you don't, you can't tell. Anyways. Uh, Opinions. Yes. It is The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. One of the greatest. It's done a lot. It means a lot to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Are you going to ask if this ruins his legacy? Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, cool. I am asking <laughs> if you think good. one more match. <clears throat> hear me out. No, hear me out. Hear me out. It can be at next WrestleMania. It can be wherever. It's it's a straight up squash. He wins, and then he has a retirement ceremony after the match. I thought we had that after. Him. No, I mean he actually well, gets on the mic, and the, the other wrestlers come out, and Vince comes out, like kind of like the like Ric okay. Flair. Right. Okay. It's, it's he deserves that. That's what I'm saying. Right. One match. It can be five minutes. It can be a tombstone and a choke slam. You're you're you lose. Match is over. Gets on the mic. I'm done. Everyone comes out. Just because just cause it is The Undertaker and he deserves... What I don't want is I don't want him to just stop showing up. Right. I want him to formally come out and say, this is it, and why not give him one match just to plant someone with a choke, choke slam and, and then it's over. So, I'm not talking to you as The Undertaker. I'm talking to you as Mark Kelly. Exactly. Ah, <laughs> ah, he's on the Reigns formula. But now, me I, mean, Mark I would not be mad about it depending on who he wrestled. That would well, be, that, that's yeah, the thing. That's, it would kind of well, be a jobber. I feel like if you fed him any. Oh, no, it well, can't be a jobber. No, 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 I think, think anybody would be up for doing that. Well, nah, I don't think Shawn Michaels would do it. No. Well, I wouldn't want Shawn, but I think anyone no. on the active roster would be up for. I'm Put literally the last person to right. so face. I don't care if it's a choke slam. Yeah, to know? have that. And it has to be Demon Balor and his undefeated. I think Finn would, would be all ending. up for it. Oh, that I, would be pretty cool. I, I would take that. I think Finn would, would do it. I think mm-hmm. So here's the thing. Like, I think in order to do it, you have to have Undertaker at a show up somewhere mm-hmm. where that's relevant to uh, if we're using Finn or Demon Balor. You know, at a Demon Balor match, you know, at the end of it where he wins, comes out on top, Undertaker comes out, you know, points at him and does some shit, whatever, <laughs> whatever it is. Maybe gets on the mic, talks some shit to him. And at that point, maybe have like a heel Balor and, and you know, where he comes out every week, a few weeks leading up to it, at the very least. So you're building up. Talking some shit about the Undertaker. Undertaker maybe cutting some video promos. He doesn't have to be there all the time. But then, yeah, well, uh, and then when you when you do it, of course you have the Undertaker come out on top. It's Finn Balor. Nobody's gonna hate Finn Balor mm-hmm. like they hated Roman Reigns right. for beating Undertaker. Yeah. I mean, but you're I not gonna agree. have that. Somebody who's so somebody who has that clout with the crowd, they're not. They're never gonna turn on him mm-hmm. no matter what happens. Right. But also, Undertaker's coming out on top, so there's no reason to. Hey, the, the feud is squash. It's done. You come out and you have the Undertaker do his thing. 
because he deserves all of that. I think that's right. a clean, I want to say the easy way to do it, but anyway. Yeah. On top of that, what, what I was saying is a squash choke slam match over. If you actually had something like Finn, you wouldn't have to do that. Spin is so good, he Finn will make Undertaker look good. Yes. It doesn't have to be a 30 minute bomb storm, but oh, you right, can actually right. have Ten Undertaker minutes. hit old school and snake eye mm-hmm. and yeah. give the Undertaker some punches and some, you know, maybe a sling And blade. he's lighter, he's smaller. Right, like it's not going to kill him. him. You can exactly. actually put on a probably decent match. If it's yeah. Good. And Finn, Finn sells. Finn will yeah, sell. Exactly. And, and it would be such an impressive looking choke slam. Because he, he is so live. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Look it. Look it. Wait, just piggybacking off. You don't need a heel or a face for that. They can literally both <laughs> just be who they want to be, and it will still be fucking selling. Like, it's going to sell, sell, sell as a match. Like, Only to be honest, is, he has to retire after. He can't. It's, it's over. This I would even it. be fine with, like, Finn saying... You're done. Finn saying some things about just, being one of the next legends okay. or something. You know, that that area's over. Okay. Okay. Until it was killing you. I wanted to keep going. No. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> so here's how you actually book this. Um, so. I thought we just didn't agree. No, 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 no. No, that was very good. I don't want to demean that. But oh. here's how I book this. Um, so I have Undertaker come out. Probably at a bigger pay-per-view. I'm not sure. He's Survivor. Well, let, let's yeah. get all yeah. the cards on the table. Are you talking about before the retirement? Like, are you talking about... Yeah, this is a build towards... So, so, yeah, so you're, it's going to be at WrestleMania, so maybe Survivor Series. Because that's, that's where that's where he would debut, debut, right? Yeah. Mm. I, I would do that, because I feel like WWE likes to do things very short lately. Like, years ago, in my opinion... Then it'd have like to be the, if it's not Survivor Series, it'd have to be the Rumble. I know, but like I'd honestly like this to be like kind of a longevity thing. But he's not wrestling. Here's what I do: um, you bring him out. He becomes Demon Balor's mentor. Hey, I'm a dead man. Take care of my little wink here. I'll show you some spooky things. Jesus, I do like that. Things. Now I'm not saying he's gonna be there at all the matches. I'm not even saying he's going to wrestle at Demon as Demon Balor in all of his matches. But you know, whenever he does, Undertaker shows up. He's like. What's up, bro? Little minty. Minty. Let me show you some things. Spooky things. He, like, starts maybe using some of Undertaker's tactics, showing up in the ring randomly as Demon Balor. Has to be as Demon Balor. I do like that. I like it. Maybe even doing an old school, like, not all his moves. He's not really too funny. I I mean, yeah, do the old school. uh, But, I mean, doing, you know, kind of incorporating some of that Undertaker. He's like, yeah. But I want, like... While this is happening, like, I want Finn to have a big match where, like, maybe his intro as Demon Balor, like, music's playing with, like, Undertaker wheels him out in the coffin, the coffin oh, opens, like, and fucking Demon Balor comes out. But, like, mentor shit. Like, Before he- this would have been so cool with Bray Wyatt. <laughs> I, I totally uh, agree. You, you mean Wyatt this guy? <laughs> <laughs> what the? What the heck is. You just have. <laughs> You don't know your phone or you have to be looking at that. Yeah, I actually, well, that was good timing. Actually, I, was, I, I came across it last night, and I was going to text it to Katie and Brittany this morning and just say, when you're, whenever you're feeling down or having a bad day, just remember, 
This is fucking Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently that was him, like... Oh, that's a real picture. It's yeah. not photoshopped. No, that was him, oh. like, when he, you know, he went to Troy and played football for uh, them. And apparently that was around that time. So, Husky Harris. You're welcome. Husky Harris. <laughs> so I think, honestly, I prefer it this way. Maybe at SummerSlam. Give it a year-ish. I would not like really a long... SummerSlam or before. <clears throat> but so you get two Survivor Series. 2020 Survivor Series. Whichever is going to be No, it would be, it'd be this year, right? Oh, you want to do 2019. Well, no, it would be... The next year. Next year from now. Well, Survivor Series would be in 2019, but... Well, yeah. She's wanting 2019 Survivor Series next year. WrestleMania. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, okay. But, uh, so, Survivor Series. Finn has a high-profile match. I'd say you probably wouldn't have him if he... No, I'd say probably not have a belt. And that sounds really weird, but I mean, like, if we're... Um, not to be He's doing something with the Undertaker. He doesn't need a belt. He doesn't need a belt. Um, so, no belt, but, like, a high-profile match. Just a high-profile feud. Um, Maybe him, Roman. He him, said he, Roman, him, AJ, him, Seth, him, someone big, and he wins. And he's on a winning streak. He's been fucking tearing it up. Undertaker's proven to be the goddamn mentor of the ages, because he's the fucking Undertaker. Right. And so they're leading up to WrestleMania, Survivor Series, uh... Undertaker comes out. He's Demon Finn, so high-profile feud anyways, because uh, Undertaker's like, congratulations. Obviously, it's not really spooky. Congratulations. Woo-hoo! I'm take a moment. Does he turn into Paul that. Bear? <laughs> no, I don't like he's going through a transition to Paul Bear, but... Um, <laughs> that would be... I could have been Paul Bear. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, congratulations, you know, not really an interview type thing, but they're having a spooky conversation. Mentally, a mentally. spooky <laughs> conversation. <laughs> conversation. <laughs> you have to imagine this is going to be written better. I don't really is this I'm, I'm going off the plan. The Nightmare so Before really Christmas? No, like, I hope this comes out and says, let's have a spooky conversation. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to be very serious. I really thought about the dialogue. Yeah, so we had a conversation. Right, this is off the whim. Keep going. And uh, so Finn basically just goes on to say, like, you know, I've beaten everyone, but I haven't beaten you. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. You might have just sold me on that. I did. I did. You might have just sold me. So then Mm -hmm. that's basically a build-up from Survivor Series to WrestleMania. Have fun beat you, Undertaker. Although I wouldn't be mad if they started this at, like... And then so you have the Undertaker coming out of his matches. SummerSlam and ended at Survivor Series just... And only because I just looked up Undertaker. Ending up under, under, yes. Well, the, in 2019, and 2019 is important because Undertaker, I, I looked up on his Wikipedia, like his actual wrestling debut from the start. Right? Well, his actual wrestling debut from the very beginning was in 1984. So it would be a Jesus solid 35 Christ. years. It would be perfect. Yeah. Just... Just for the number. Just for, just for the nice history. round number. Which, if you end at WrestleMania, you're still under 36 years, so, you know, technically. I like, I like the WrestleMania. But, you know, he was in... It's just because his streak, he has so much history at WrestleMania. He's history WrestleMania. I did yeah. spark, and I wanted to delete that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think but it no. picked it up, but it did hear you yeah, guys to delete that. So. <laughs> With that being said, the only other pay-per-view that I can see it ending would be Survivor Series. 
just because that's where he debuted. But besides that, as a personal, as a person of my own, like I prefer Mania. Start doing yeah. it, and at Survivor Series is when Finn's face. Oh, you know what you could have done in the Super Showdown? Because you had Demon Valor and Undertaker. Yeah, are you fucking with Emily? You could have started it. God damn it. How do we get this in Vince's hand? He'll oh, shoot he's it watching. I believe before the break, we were talking about uh, tainting legacies, were we not? Mm-hmm. So, uh, like an Undertaker and... We're like uh, how Shawn Michaels oh, was oh, stopped oh. wrestling and almost won't come out of retirement. He only did for that one match mm-hmm. with DX versus the Brothers of Doom. Or the Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah not bad. Um, but, uh... How he basically won't come out of retirement, and that almost kind of gives his legacy more of a, a shine, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Whereas the Undertaker, who keeps going, is almost going this. Yes. And that's very true. And I agree. Um, Sean, well, Sean, yeah, basically Sean Michaels is doing a better job of protecting his legacy. Which is why I don't under and, and understanding I don't want to say his age because really I mean you know somebody at sixty maybe just in his great physical shape and able to take bumps and put on as good a show as somebody in their thirties but knowing that his limitations and knowing that hey my I had my time and my time is done and I'm here to help but I'm not here to Trying to jump in there and steal the limelight for the sake of giving a main event for whatever stupid reason. I mean, I feel like the only because he did the uh, I guess it was actually called the Crown Jewel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where they did DX versus uh, the Feathers of Destruction. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the only reason you really count on retirement was because they flashed an obscene amount. Of money. of money. And yeah. it really wasn't something that was going to... Well, and it wasn't, like, a solo thing. It was a tag, like, it was... So everyone... Yeah. Gets a little time, but no one should be winded, Undertaker. <laughs> At the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Falling down to one knee when everyone else is like, yeah. Celebrate times. Come on! And Undertaker did it on one knee until the betrayal, I guess. Then why even do that? Because there was no need. Uh, you did nothing with it afterwards. <laughs> Kane went on to be mayor. But she was already mayor. Our mayor. Here, here. Here, here. Here, here. Stop trying to hit <laughs> your happen, Mr. Pussy. It's never happened. It's already happened. Uh, ooh, so, uh, Cultaholic actually put out a article, which if you're not familiar with Cultaholic, they're the dude that used to do what culture wrestling, and yes. they went on to make their own thing, well, a lot of stuff there, um, but uh, they actually put out an article today that Mr. Bi- Mr. Business brought to our attention, um, in which case, uh, they go on to say, um, in case you're not a hardcore wrestling fan, we are, you don't read the dirt sheets, you don't read the good stuff. Or even the Wrestling Observer newsletter, um, 
there have been a lot of reports with talent being unhappy in WWE and then AEW's happening and they seem to have a lot of steam and stuff like that. Um, where a lot of people are wanting their releases. Not even saying they want to jump over, but just want to go explore different options, this, that, or the other. Uh, like we were talking about earlier, NXT stars don't want to move up to the main roster. Uh, there's a lot of reports of just kind of unhappiness in the locker room. And so John Moxley comes out, uh, what, a week or two ago with the Talk Jericho podcast. He's given several interviews since, just fucking blasting the creative process and it's a fan. So now Clip Talk has come out uh, with an article that says the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, which in wrestling fans know Dave Meltzer, be familiar with him. Um, that uh, Vince is, I guess, in in summary, has kind of learned that from this podcast and from all, all the shit going on, um, that his creative system is kind of broken. That there's something not right with it. Um, because no one right now, I guess, is the point that in no one in WWE right now is disputing these claims. Even people that weren't friends with him or close with him or even liked him. People that didn't even like him apparently are like not disputing these things. They're like, he's fucking right. So I guess he's a... See, I'm not, I'm not really sure. Because they're reporting this and they're like saying that uh, Vince is kind of seriously seeing the error of his ways but realizing that something is wrong. So to jump into, I guess, a, a bigger picture here, I think what everyone's hope is with AEW is that it's great. Mm-hmm. But on the same scale, I don't think anyone's necessarily hoping that AEW puts WWE out of business. I don't think they ever will. No. WWE's a juggernaut, like... Yeah, mm-hmm. but that maybe it causes them to... Up their game. Yes. So that we have two really great options to watch, and we can watch both, and it's going to be a great... Great for wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. So with that, and with the John Moxley interview, that you would have to assume that Vince, and just what we've been seeing the past years, mm-hmm. but that Vince has got to change something. Yeah. So or give he, up control. And re- well, yeah, it, either way, it's up to him. It's in his hands, and he either, like you said, needs to relinquish control, or he needs to. Um. <laughs> needs to um, make a change in the creative process. And if that involves giving up some control, which it should, um, and giving, not necessarily even the giving the talent all of the creative freedom, but maybe give the creative staff a little more freedom to make decisions on his behalf, or, well, and I don't even want to say on his behalf, but make decisions as they talk to wrestlers. Because in both Talk to Jericho's with Moxley and uh, and and Dustin, you get mm-hmm. this, you know, this whole thing about, okay, well, you know, Vince had this idea. Or, or Creative had an idea. They went to Vince. Vince wanted to do this. So they, he told Creative. Creative can do And it just seems like this unnecessary, make a creative the middleman for somebody who want something a certain way against people who feel like it should work better a different way. I don't know. Because I feel like creative 
it just seems like you could get a lot more done and do it better if you're not worried about the process of having to run it by events, having to get it approved by events, having it changed back by events or changed to something else by events and making, trying to make suggestions and been saying this or that, like have some faith in your, your employees, whether they're on the writing staff or they're on actually talent on the roster, like have a little faith in them that they can develop their character and that they can cut a fucking promo and that they can not say something stupid on the mic. Because what you're feeding them is stupid stuff anyway. Like, you literally pooper have scooper. promo classes at can't uh, handle the pooper scooper thing. I'm going to go 14 in this fucking name. Oh, my God. Well, you Let literally have promo classes at the PC, so I don't understand yeah. how you're yeah. about that. Like, you're teaching them how to do it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. If, and this is just a fantasy, you know, whatever. If Vince were to relinquish creative control to trips, do you think that would fix all the problems? Not immediately. No. Not immediately. But eventually. Eventually everything would... I, well, I, I agree. Me, I don't think right the off the bat... Snap of the it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long fix. But I think it would be moving in the right direction. Well, it depends on what you mean by giving creative control to, to I, trips. I, it's kinda, it's and kinda, what trips does with it. Right. If he says, okay, you know... Um, if he's just taking Vince's place in that creative process and it's still everything has to be run by him, you know, let's, everything let's, has to be okayed by him, what he says goes and that's the end of the road. Or if he's more open to saying, okay, guys, you know, these are kind of the guidelines for this storyline that I want to go with. These are high points that I want you to hit in the promos. See, I think that's what go with do, this. Is guidelines, I, highlights. Yes. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to see. And let them happen. You have this time frame. You got to get it done. Yeah. This is okay. We're starting this now. I want this to build up, and I want the the peak of this feud to be at this pay per view, and then you know we'll continue, and the culmination will be at this one. Figure out the story arc. These are the high points. These. This is the kind of the nature of the storyline that I want it to take, mm-hmm. and. I trust you to go from there. Just broad truth. If you need some more guidance, come to me. Uh, otherwise, I trust you guys to do it. And then that way, you have, like you were talking about earlier, letting the letting the talent say things in their own words and at their own pace. And you know, even going back to what the some, you know some of these wrestlers have said about cutting promos and have to keep them like having to keep them at the same at this like certain time. Or like within a certain time frame or whatever, because not for any other reason, but that's because of what they've been told to do. Yeah. Even if it makes it not as good of a promo as it could be if like it was 10, 15, 20 seconds longer. Uh, Brown Sherman promos, you would see him trying to rush through that shit. Yeah. Because he didn't know how to talk. Yeah. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, if you have a, a promo that you're trying to you recite. scared to death that he has to be under a certain time. Well, so like he's trying to. And that you're. Well, and things that you're, you're trying to recite verbatim and you're worried about forgetting words or lines and you're worried about fucking it up versus someone saying okay I want you to say this and this in what however you need to get it across and it, I feel like it'd be so much easier and be so much more natural and come across so much more honest you know like a real something that, that that character would say if they were allowed to do that and not have this weird scripted thing that they're trying to stumble through and it's awkward. Mm-hmm. Who hasn't had 
theatrical training, so who doesn't yeah. know how to just like jump into this? Yeah, and it's like it lands cross emotionally, dramatically. Yeah, and it and so it's if, very robust. And if it's somebody who is not comfortable with promos, maybe it takes them thirty seconds or forty five seconds to get their point across because they're not a person of a lot of words. So like maybe Roman or Braun Strowman. Fucking Larsa. Let's not have him go in this whole fucking <laughs> diatribe of three blind mice. More recently. <laughs> um, but if it's somebody like Sami Zayn, who can get on the mic and just fucking wear it out for five minutes, mm-hmm. but they keep you engaged, then let them have that five minutes to keep them engaged. Don't give somebody, Lars Sullivan, four minutes on the uh, cutting a fucking promo That's and he's... Cut. And he's struggling, and and it's like, it's like watching grass grow, mm-hmm. and it's like listening to dying cats, like all at one time. It's just awful, and you want no part of it, and you want it. And this is the worst thing: you want to change the channel, which is your casual fan. You're right. to cater to them, right? Casual yeah. fans where your money's at currently, which I still mm-hmm. have never understood. When he was because <laughs> someone's not buying merchandise or tickets to go see your ads. Yeah. But actually, I went. I didn't even watch the whole promo. I watched that very first part, and I got up, and I went to the kitchen, and I washed a few dishes, and then I came back, and he was finishing it up, and I'm like, my God, I should have taken longer. Like, <laughs> I should really and then, watch that one, please. Yeah. Yeah, I came back to the mutilated tail. Bodily Yeah, oh, bodily That's what it was. I was just like, what the fuck are they doing? Well, I'm going to direct this next question to Dev, but everyone else can, can Go for it. jump in. But Dev, do you think it's – Vince came out and said the, you know, it's, it's, the creative system is broken. Do you think it is a little too late to fix with the emergence of AEW since now there is something where if WWE is not giving good product, they have something else to watch? Or do you think that WWE still has time to fix it before most people jump ship? Well, because WWE is WWE, I feel like they have a lot, a lot, a lot of time to try and, you know, recover and kind of assert themselves. You know, they've been on the downhill for like the past seven or eight years now. So something's going to come in there and, you know, kind of punch them in the face a little bit. Who knows? It might help. It might, yeah, that's a good point. It might help them open their eyes a little bit. Well, yeah, yeah. I think that at this point, that's what most people are hoping is just that yeah. AEW comes out, puts out an amazing product, and that just requires WWE to change and evolve. So I feel like that's what we're all waiting yeah. for is like, we don't want to hate you, but you're making it hard. But you're making it very. Are you even? But you're trying? gonna make it hard for us to not like them more than we like you. Well, here's the thing. Like, Sorry, like, like them more there, than there, there are aspects, yeah. had There are aspects of WWE that people love. Kofi winning the title, everyone wanted to see that. Everyone they loved it. Moments. Yeah, there, there, there are aspects that are great, but with NXT and AEW, it seems like and AEW is just beginning, so there's not a lot to work with. But it seems like there's. There isn't a moment where you're like, oh my goodness, what like what is going on? And there's it seems like there's never a moment in NXT where you're like, oh my god, this is so stupid. And on a weekly basis, you're doing that on the main roster with like in pay per views. You're like, why? Why is what, what's going on? Why is this happening? Yeah. 
You know, so it's like... Well, it's like the running joke about Raw, like, because Raw is three hours long, and, like, they have to do something to fill this time. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, you spend a, at least an hour's worth of Raw going, what the fuck are what they the doing? Happening? Well, it's like, we started watching it the other day, and I think, was it Kevin Owens? Anyway, somebody came out and started talking, and John was like, okay, cool, so we are going to start this one also with 20 minutes of talking. That, oh, my, I can't stand yeah. it. Yeah. I can't stand it. See. I can't remember the with, last time maybe Raw or SmackDown started with them. SmackDown maybe, but Raw especially hasn't started with them. No, no, no. Definitely not. I don't remember if it was Raw or SmackDown, but one of them did it with once within the last year, and I remember it because I was like, oh, wow. I think, Roman, I think Roman was involved. So probably so maybe before wrong. the leukemia. Um, I, I I was like, wow, oh, hey, we, here we go, we're jumping right into some wrestling, and it was one. it was a breath of fresh air. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, never does that happen. That's crazy. Do you ever feel like you get that moment in WWE though, and they keep doing it? Mm. Like you get a breath of fresh air, and you're like, yes, this is new, and then like every yeah. fucking week they do yeah, it, and you're like, like, oh, hey, this worked last week, let's keep going. You're like, that's not like, work. hey, you all seem to like that six woman tag match we had last week. Jesus, let's Christ. do that again every week for the with the exact you know, same people. for the rest of this month and all of next month. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it was like leading up to the elimination chamber and all that stuff, or to the rumble and the elimination chamber. It was just like multi woman matches, like constantly. And then, yeah, they do. Let's see, what else? Would, the, no, they they, they read open they, challenge thing. Open challenge. Matches. That's the one I was trying to think of. Gauntlet match. They'll they'll get on a thing, and if like the crowd pops at all, or if it gets yeah. any kind of good like, reviews, the, they're, they're like, like well, they did that with Kofi too. And then yeah, there's this dead horse on the ground, and it was epic, and it was great, and they did the mm-hmm. exact same thing the next week, and you're like, wait a minute, why was why are we doing this? Yeah. Thing? Here's another thing. AEW wrestlers and, and other promotions, and in no way, shape, or form consider themselves sports entertainers. Do you think think Mm -hmm. WWE needs to drop? Hey, we're not sports entertainers. We're wrestlers. And get back to that. They're not going to. I know they're not. They're so fucking stubborn. But man, they should. Man, they should. They should. With that being, it's Vince. It's not, you know, it's not the company. Sports entertainer. Yeah, the phrase sports entertainment is not going to die until Vince does. And I don't think they might. might, But the word war, I guess, apparently, like, I don't don't, so many taboos. Although, although they were still. Although, after they changed the War Raiders name, they were still calling Ember Moon the goddess of war. So it's like. There's a problem. But is there? Because you keep fucking saying it with well, Ember she's, Moon. She's a lady, so. Oh, okay. So it'd be sexist not to? Women, I don't understand it, it, how. It's, it's, it's a. What, what does this That's not how any of this works. <laughs> what does a woman do? <laughs> do, they, do they call them. <laughs> she she is is what does a Do they call them sports entertainers on NXT? No. They, 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 I don't they, think they, they mention the wrestlers or sports entertainers. Yeah. Yeah. They're too busy doing actual exactly. jobs. You know, they're too exactly. busy following the match. Right, right. In NXT, it's Oh, action. she got all she. Exactly. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, there's right. a lot of things that needs to change for them to write the ship. And yeah. with this new article with Vince at least admitting that he understands – this is this might be make I, I, when I say make a break I don't mean the company dies because if they're gonna die it won't be for a long time because no, they've they got billions they have of the money and they can keep going but yeah. 
in order to maybe, last till the end of time. Yeah, in order to maybe yeah. change the ratings well, or not lose out to another company that's emerging, Vince, this might make a break for Vince to say, okay, I need, I need to, step I need to make down, some changes, yeah. or or maybe you know allow some other people to have more power. Right, yeah. but I think WWE has. I mean, of course, there are the the super hardcore fans, mm-hmm. and then there are you know the the fans who care enough to do a podcast at the very least to talk about wrestling for at least a little bit of their week. Here, here. And then, <laughs> which I, I mean, it's not like we're. I don't know. We talk about it. and We enjoy talking about it. Whether it's talking about how much we hate it or how much we love like, it, yeah, how bad but, it but is. But then you know, there's the, there's people. One of usually they're just mostly on social media who are just fucking obsessed and that ruins their oh lives. God, yeah, yeah. But I think it's there are enough casual fans, not just in the U.S. but worldwide, that I think even if they don't fix this problem immediately, I think they'll still be okay for a long while. Right. Because there are people who go, you know, oh, my kid watches it. Oh, they're coming to town? Cool, I'll buy tickets. And so, you know, they're still going to be making, you know, oh, you know, my kid's birthday's coming up. He loves Kevin Owens. I'm going to get him a Kevin Owens shirt. So the people buying merch and whatever, regardless of how poor the product is that we see, it's just another TV show for them to watch. You know, yeah, they can be, like, completely hands-free. Yeah. And, you know, just be like, we're going to be shitty, but the tenure itself of the company is going to carry them. It could carry them for, like, the next ten years. That's very well put. And that'll Thank carry you. them like, even through, because the main problems right now, business-wise, is low viewership and mm-hmm. more attendance to shows. They yeah. Don't you know, in today's, but, in today's world, that doesn't really need matter. Yeah, it doesn't but then, really matter that much. But then that kind of goes back to putting out a good product. And that, that in hand goes with... Um, not happy, happy hardcore fans. Well, those. happy, uh, happy performers. I mean, oh, you've yeah. got to you've got to take care of your talent if they're the ones mm-hmm. that are selling tickets Absolutely. and they're the ones selling merch and That's they're the ones taking point. care of your That's company. That's going to be the major next major thing is talent jumping. It's like any it's like any other company. It's like any other business. You can't have. Say I had a store and I just, you know, create. Well, I mean, not create, but I just suppress my staff all the time. It was mm-hmm. just a. They felt like I was a fucking controlling monster. Yeah. No. Like <laughs> they're not going to be happy about selling any of our products to anybody who works in the fucking door. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anybody who walks in the door, they're not going to be happy about it. The customers are going to pick up on that vibe, and they're going to be like, "Yeah, I walked in, but guess what? I'm the fuck back out because I don't. It doesn't. Here. I you know that there is something wrong. Yeah. There's a dark cloud in this place, and I think I will go. And so they don't be like the mind like walk out. Like, yeah. With that being you know, said, like that's precisely why I've got so much stock invested into AEW because yes. they are a fan and talent <laughs> centric. I've already company. sold out to buy a shirt. They're like, not a, okay. Like WWE, for example, is WWE centric. You know, all they care about is themselves Mm -hmm. versus AEW, who's like, we care about the fan and we care about our workers. Yeah. And that's just in today's society, like, that's what is going to, like, yeah. That's amazing. They actually are offering Like, that's That's what's going to get people tuned into your product. Like, 
WWE claims to do that, but they they claim to be about the fans. I've always like, I've, I've seen Triple H and Stephanie come out. Remember when they cut the promo? Like, yeah. we're giving it back to you guys. Like, <laughs> Whatever happened with it? Uh, okay, like, much well, that, that, That's just a promo they cut, but in, in reality, that's not. They're not listening to the like. It's not. Here's the thing. They forget about it. They do yeah, something they do one something week, like that, and then the next yeah. week they're like. All right, well, we, we may have done that. <laughs> yes, you know, we right. may have done that. This week, this is popular. Let's do this. Well, what I'm, like, they, WWE did, dug themselves into such a hole. Fans already know what they want, what what outcomes they want. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't they're happen what we want, they're pissed. Yeah. AEW can can have a match. Say you have, I don't know, just, just say you have Cody and Kenny, and mm-hmm. they're fighting. And say the majority of fans want Kenny to win. Say Cody's a heel, and Cody wins. And that's not what the fans want. It's going to be such a great product. But the, the fans aren't going to care about They're the outcome. They're going to tune in. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Fans care so much about the outcome. And time after time, WWE doesn't deliver. And it, it kind exactly. of mm-hmm. it, it makes the fans go, I mean, what's the what's the payoff here? What are we doing? Yeah. And also, yeah. like with this generation, Instagram. people do a lot more research. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Like, yeah. they're going to – they're going to – you know, they're going to be like, okay, hey, WWE doesn't fucking ensure their talent, you know. They can have a fantastic match. But AEW here, you know, they take great care of their fucking wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Why would you not? And they had a match that was maybe yeah. two stars less as good. But they're going to tune into that because they're going to know, like, hey. They'll feel better about supporting it. It's a credible company. They've got integrity. Like, WWE does not have the best fucking track record about this shit. They're just like, hey, you know, one of our guys had concussion issues and he killed his wife and his fucking son. We're never going to mention him again. Black him out. How about that? Here's the the solution. You just never mention him. Actually, the solution was Vince came back and did because his limo blew up. Yeah, the week before Vince died in the limo crash. And then he came back and said... Uh, what a tragedy. Oh, boy. We'll never mention him again. You're here. You're <laughs> here. Um, but, yeah, so basically, but, but again, I think in order to please the fans, you have to start with taking care of your talent. Again, you know, because he's right. Fans do do their research. But also, you take care of your talent and let them have a little more control over what happens to your character. Because here's the other thing. The, the wrestlers know what their fans want out of their character because of social media. People are constantly tweeting at, you know, you know, tweeting at whoever. Hey, I really wish they would book you in this. Hey, I really wish you would do this. Hey, I wish you could get a run at this title. You know, I, so these people know, and that's got to be even more frustrating for them because it's like, you know what these people want out they of your but you can't want to do it and you're like, like i want to give this to you but i can't because there's some crazy ass old man in the back i think that I solves know. i think that solves most of your problems is taking care of your talent and a little bit of creative control and mm-hmm. i think that solves most and i don't regardless like, of its trips orbits that solves most of your problems and i don't feel like it's all it's not a huge it's not a huge risk to take I mean, try it for a little while. If it doesn't fucking work. Exactly. You know what? I mean, Obviously, what you're doing now isn't just, working, so how can it be any worse? Literally, when we just talked about how they could probably go for years without really... Now, here's the one thing. I'm going to go I'm gonna go on the WWE defensive here. 
Okay. I don't play Devil's Advocate. I, I, I think without AEW, yeah. WWE could go on for a very long time without changing what they're doing or waiting. WWE, they can go for a very long time. Mm. Absolutely. Well, I think it's going to make it harder for them. I'm going to go on the WWE defensive here, okay? Here. Just because of the global presence. Do you think that WWE is so controlling? Is that a word? Controlling. controlling. <laughs> I'm going to use controlling. <laughs> I'm gonna make, make your own word. Who cares? <laughs> because of the world we live in nowadays, you think they and it, maybe not. Maybe this is just complete. Uh, you think the world we live in, you, you so can't easy. just you can't just give a guy a mic and say, okay, these are your guys because of they might come across at, even if it's something small. He says something offensive, and then the whole world's up in arms. The backlash. The backlash yeah. of well, maybe same, no pun intended. Like, hey, backlash. The backlash. one little thing. Which I mean, I would. I'm sure that if you gave a guy creative control, you'd have to, you know, hear what he's gonna say, and you yeah. know, have. But, but you the thing think is, they let don't want to relinquish it. that because of. Oops! This guy said something, and oh no, we're in a big bunch of trouble. He can still say it regardless. I mean, he can go rogue and say his own thing anytime. Mm-hmm. But I would say if they've survived. So many things. Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, yeah, there we go. No, 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 no. That's a good point. Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan, Booker T. I thought that really. <laughs> what did Booker T do? Well, Hogan, we're coming to get you. <laughs> oh, come so on, dude. That doesn't mean. He said a five yeah. or he, six little words. Lars Sullivan. He well, said no, all Lars the shit Sullivan, he did. I, no, that's a good I, point. I, that's I, why I was just throwing it out. I was going to here's the thing. a lot of people. That one I was just only pointing out because he knew he made his mistake in that moment. Right. Okay. He was like. No, he literally went. Went to camera. What have I done? It really should. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. To Great very Susana. quickly, to very quickly ca- to interrupt you, can't we encounter that? To counter that, what about the shit they have purposely written for superstars to say? Can point. we can That's we talk point. about Jinder Mahal? Oh yeah. Cut to Shinsuke. Oh my god, dude. Can we talk about this? That's I mean, all that so, shit. Half the stuff so they've written, you've exactly. forgotten about. Like, it's coming from some racist 72-year-old yeah, man up in the higher office. Half the probably worse than what these people would come up with. Yes. Well, and 1, here's the thing. Percent. So that's a good point. I, I maybe, was just throwing that out there. Maybe instead of trying to stifle them creatively, you give them a little more creative license. Maybe just make some clear guidelines about, look, you know, we're obviously not covering your religious and political views, so don't try to throw that shit in there. Right. Be mindful of your language. Yes. Be mindful. <laughs> <laughs> Be mindful. No, bitch ass. Big cat. Big cat. <laughs> no, no, no. That's it's better. It's a bitch ass, but that's better. <laughs> said big cats. That it's is interchangeable. Big cats. Your bitch ass. Bitch ass. For a that's second, a, I thought okay. that was ironic. Big bitch ass. Bitch ass. So, I thought you were being ironic. Here's the other thing. <laughs> See, that would be a great thing. Okay, make that interchangeable. Which is why and next time, at the, place, at the place where we have worked together, if you have to trespass somebody, instead of yeah, cursing you, at them, instead of, well, instead of, cast. yeah, <laughs> you need to get your big cast out of here, and then you're not swearing at them, but it also, you know, gets... And if, and if there are any wrestling <laughs> fans in there, they'll get a kick out of it. That's pretty good. But, uh, 
But yeah, I feel like if they just give them some clear guidelines about what's allowed, what's not, and just say, mm-hmm. hey, be mindful of this when you're writing your promo. Right. If you want to run it by us first, that's fine. But I feel like people like the Miz and Sami Zayn and, and who really know how to work the mic, they're not going to need, need as much mm-hmm. hand-holding to cut their promos. Let me ask you this. If there's one, if there's one person, person in the WWE, if there's one, if there's one person in the WWE who you would think was handed a mic on live TV and just went rogue and started saying, you know, Kevin Owens, WWE sucks. This company sucks. I'm out. Who who would you? One million percent. No, no, no. Same well, just and he's KO actually has more experience doing a similar role to that. Yeah, now, I'm be, I, I, I mean, the same like, thing. Real, like, no, they're cutting, like, they're they're cutting all ties. WWE, no, 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 kind of like I a know. Bret Hart with the WCW when he did that after this. Yeah, yeah. I'll play. tell you who could do it and make it hurt would be Samoa Joe. I think so. Ooh, I think that, that guy, that, that man, guy, Samoa Joe just came out and said, Fuck dude, WWE. that man is a fucking surgeon with words. If a person evokes emotion, now that would hurt, but I would, if I had to pick someone who I actually thought yeah. would do it as, no, I would no. say you're, I would say Kevin or Sammy. Kevin or Samoa Joe, just cause as far Sammy. as, no, Sammy, you know, well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. As far as people that still invoke emotion, out of the fans, mm-hmm. just by fucking speaking, there's maybe five people in WWE that, yeah, that are capable that. of that. If it were up to me, the only two people that can do that are Samoa Joe, like you said, and Kevin Owens. Just those two. I got you. They're um, not that many. I'm just talking about Adam I'm Cole. About, well, if you want to count NXT, let like, me let me let me let me change the wording of the question. Who do you think would be most likely to do it given their given role in WWE? Then I, I see. I, I would say Kevin Owens. I would say Sammy or Kevin. I think mm-hmm. Sammy's fed up. I think Sammy's at at the the end of his. You know, he he's KO's gotten has, he's catered to. Has Sammy he's won the title? He's well, won the well, main yeah, title. Kevin, o, Kevin Owens is going to be protected. Like I said, Kevin Owens. They're going to throw a lot of money like at Kevin him. Owens You're to keep him. Sammy Zayn <laughs> has he won a title since he's been on the main roster? Not one. Not There's since, no reason why he hasn't. The thing that would I would be fed up if I was Sami Zayn is that the whole uh, beating Braun Strowman to take his place mm-hmm. and then being hogtied upside down. Yeah. And not even in the match. With, with no like yeah. after that, I expect, every week I see Sami Zayn, I expect him to come out and cut a promo saying, "Fuck this, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm leaving." <laughs> He's He's like, AEW. I'm waiting for Sammy to go AEW. Because the first person that does that on live TV will be a bona fide, just over the top legend. Yeah, they will be. They'll be a CM Punk. I'm waiting for who's the next CM Punk with this shit. Well, that was actually something that I discussed. I feel like mm-hmm. if they... Last week, when the electric chair thing, when Sammy yeah. did the, uh, he mentioned AEW. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's a really big did. thing, and people are still disputing whether it was scripted or not. Right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Because Sammy's been giving it's... a lot of uh, free reign with his promos, and people are like, did you say it? Did they know? Like, yeah. Like, it was scripted. Yeah. Let's he be would... real. Like, come on. I think right I feel now, like he, he would... wouldn't, but I think he would. And I... Kale would not, I think. I feel like he would... Kale would do it over Sammy Zayn. I feel like he wouldn't Break have script? been. I feel like he wouldn't have been allowed to come out with KO this week had that not been okayed ahead of time for him to say that. Also, I think they're trying. There may be like 
I don't want to say walking on eggshells, but maybe a little kid glove treatment with Sami Zayn just because, I mean, he was very specifically told, I mean, that he could not go. I mean, he, not that he was told that he could go. He was, his presence was denied for the Super Showdown just because of his Syrian heritage. That's what I'm and saying. And so I think they're like, okay, you know, maybe that what even so, even if it wasn't scripted, I think they're like, you know, let's we'll let that one slide. Just don't do it again. You know, maybe just a little slap on the hand, but not. But to me, the full like, backlash that somebody else would have gotten had. Because I, I mean, yeah, I guess well, it's I, like, I agree with you. It's not really really racism, but it's like ethnicism. Uh, right. Word, I don't really know. To that me, exists. that drives some further though to just do it. Yeah. Because technically, I mean, you want to get technical that he's. He's, he's his parents are Syrian. To me, yeah, like, he is Canadian. But to me, that's a reason that they would be on his side. Versus KO, that's just they're like, not on his side. Of they're doing it. Well, well, this is what I would I would I would agree with you. If well, you they're stuck. If, if you would, if you switch because they did a Kevin Owens, contract. If you switch Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn's roles and what they have achieved, I would say Kevin Owens in a heartbeat would do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. if we're picking somebody who would do it. Because he's done it before. Yeah, given that's his, the main where he's at in the company right now, though, he's won a title. I think they're going to protect him. I'm not saying he wouldn't. I absolutely think he would. I but agree, I would pick like, Sammy over him just because of how poorly Sammy's been booked. And I think Sammy has it in him to be like, fuck you guys. Yeah. On live TV. Well, they put him as a cheery you know? baby face up until here recently. And we used to, like, turn they on the crowd, oh, yeah. not necessarily turning on the company because we're going to let him do that. They're both just like, you know, I can see that fucking Fuck happening, yeah. too, because those guys are, like, brothers. Yeah, if Sammy was like, look, this is what I'm going to do, like, I could see Kevin being like, all right, let's go do it. Before yeah. WWE, Sammy Zayn literally never spoke a fucking word except, you know... Fake, bro- like pre- pretended broken English as El Generico. Right? Well, what I was actually—he never had like, mic time until he came here. Actually, what I was gonna say is another like, reason I can say this is because the El Generico Twitter has been reactivated mm. after AEW. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Oh, yeah. But apparently, yeah, Sammy's done. Sammy's gone. But there, if he's gone, then Kevin's gone too, man. Because those yeah. guys are I, unless they boys. throw yeah. a shit ton of money at Kevin, which I they're like, we'll give you twenty million dollars. I'd be like, if you're gonna give me twenty, we're gonna give you Brock Lesnar money. We're gonna give you fucking. We're gonna give you Kyle Lowry money. Here's like, another yeah, thing, like, though. I don't be, think Sammy would ever hang it over KO's head to stay. Well, I, don't I don't think, think Kevin so. would. I don't be like you need to do what you need to do with you and your family. We're so many pros for the But I don't think but I don't think But I don't think Kevin would let him leave without him either. I mean I think they would I think they would stick it out for each other. Kevin would leave. I think KO in an act of solidarity would be like, Mm -hmm. you know what? I know I yeah. I would admire the bro ship, but I also think Sam would say, Hey look, I'm gonna leave. Even if you wanna come, wait. Oh yeah. Wait I don't think they I don't think either like, of them would ever lord it over the other one, but I think out of mutual respect and love, and I think also, they would you know, make I would I think they would sit and talk it out and go, Okay, you know what? This is what we're gonna do. But also You're this miserable, I can't be happy. If he has that opportunity right. to choose to sit out or whatever, he's like, oh, Okay, I got I got another one. I got another one. Strictly based off how successful they've been outside of WWE, 
Oh, they'll do it again. There's not many other yeah. people that have that kind of leverage, you know. Yeah. All right, here, here's another one. If you could pick, and we'll go around, we'll start with Carney. Three guys on the main <laughs> roster who you would want to see leave because they're being underutilized to go to a different promotion and... Oh. Just main roster? Only just three. Make roster. a big just, change. Just three. I don't want to do five because that's going to yeah. take. Just yeah. three people you'd like to see leave because they're not being utilized this right. This is unfair. No, nope, nope, it just, it's not. Just three. Try to make it rapid fire. I can make it all Rapid fire. Three. Just your, your three. Three WWE, but I can make better. Your three guys that to leave and go to AEW right, or right. Honor. No, anywhere. Just anywhere. anywhere. Just to, anywhere. to, anywhere. to, to be um, better off. Main roster. All right. There's a lot of people on the main roster. Do tag teams count as one? Yeah. I would say Carl and Anderson. Carl, goddammit. Yeah, I did it again! Carl and Anderson, alright. Keep it going! And Luke and Gallows. And the Luke and Gallows. Goddammit. Alright, so we got the Bullet Club. Yes. I, I, they're not, they're not even being utilized. Alright. Um, Who else you got? Finn Balor, right? No, calm down. Let uh, me pick my Go, 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 go. Rapid fire is um, uh, I'm trying to think. There's a lot of rosters. There's the women's tag team. Is anyone more prepared for this question right off the bat? I am not. You do it right off Three, the bat. Three, right? And no. Three guys, yeah. Three people. Three no, people. Hang on. I'm right. going. Are you sure? Let her go. No, All I'm right. going to let her go. All right. You have to do it in a row, man. You can't just... Well, I mean, you're taking like ten minutes to get it out. You did it off the fly. There was no... Oh, yeah, I've already got my three. Well, congratulations. I mean, okay. All right. Same team here. Bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'm, I guess I'm the bitch ass. Big ass. Big ass. <laughs> oh, that guy makes me laugh so hard. Two more. mixed reasons about it and it's honestly not my first choice but I feel like I'm on a time retreat here mm-hmm. I'm gonna go Samoa Joe okay but I honestly feel like Samoa Joe could do better in the WWE they yeah. give him no, 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 I understand, yeah. but this is based off what they're doing and, and he does really well he like, could be the champ absolutely I'm he should be doing back. way better than he is yeah he should speed. but that's the thing is he's not so so you got Samoa Joe, Carlin Anderson. I got one more. Carls and Gallows. Not Carls and Gallows. Carls and Gallows, that's what they are. <laughs> Carlos and Anderson. Carlos Car- and Gallows. Carlos Gallows. Remember him? I mean, you know. Carlos you Gallows. Guys. All right, I'll try to do one. Um, honestly, just off the fly, just do something different and lose one. Nikki Cross. Okay. Alright. Yeah. We're talking about people that are going to make a splash, right? Yeah. All right. Just, they would well, be better off in a different like promotion. Like, they've already been in the WWE. Yes. Yeah. Yes, splash yes. out there. Absolutely. 
well, I'm not going to do any tag teams. Okay. And I'm saying all of all three of these people are going to jump to AEW just because, you know, reasonable competition. I will say Asuka. Ooh, mm, shit. Yeah. I will also say, this might be unpopular, but Roman Reigns. I see. Just no, actually imagine, would. I actually yeah. would. Just yeah. imagine him, because he was, you know, so obviously the planned top guy. Right. Put me for making a jump. That would be even bigger than fucking Hogan going to East, like WCW. Right. Very true. And I'd love to um, see like because he's, uh, he's in his prime. And like. Like a Samoan, almost like a Samoan stable, like where it's really like it's forget our actual oh, individual gimmicks, where it's like a big family, years. a big family stable. Yes, you get Roman, yes. the Usos, Tamina, Samoa Joe. You get yeah, bring back yeah. Rikishi. All of them, Rikishi. Yeah. Samoa like, Joe is uh-huh. not part of their family, oh, the but <laughs> yeah, but you know all those guys, yeah. all those guys who are part of the family tree. But anyways, if I had to pick a third guy, it would probably be Drew McIntyre, just because mm-hmm. that man should have won the is by now. number one material, and he's being utilized as a fucking bodyguard. stepping stone. He's a bodyguard. He's just whatever. a lackey. Yeah. He was yeah. a bodyguard for Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Then he was a bodyguard for Baron Corbin. Oh my god! Now he's yes. a bodyguard for Shane McMahon. Yeah. That man is number one capable talent. Right? He is super talented. He's good yeah. on the mic. He's good in the ring. Yes. He's got the look. What the fuck else? What are do you, you waiting want? for here? Like, those will be my three. Okay. Oh, so I tried. I was trying to think of like. It's hard because you don't have a list of people you're trying to think of everybody. Oh well, yeah, yeah that's what I. Fortunately, I was going last, so I was trying to pull up the roster. Oh, but I, will going. I will tell you. I will tell you. I will tell you since the beginning. Which I will ask yes, this question. I will tell you oh. they did not have everybody on this fucking roster that I was looking at because I'm like, where's so and so? I know they're still there, <laughs> but they still have gold dust on there and a couple other people that Dean Ambrose has been let go, um, or not let go, but who aren't there anymore. Um. As a tag team, and I know they've been here and there, but just for the shitty booking, I feel like that they've had and the issues, and some of them wasn't their fault because it was injuries and all that, but I would love to see the revival, maybe with a different gimmick in a different promotion, being able to do more, because I feel like those guys are super talented, and they could go a long way given the proper booking and all that. Um, Ruby Riot. I feel like she. It's like what the fuck have they been doing with her? And she. She's actually injured though. She's great. Well, she has. Still though, I mean, even before then, I mean, of course, of the three in the Riot Squad, she's the best on the mic, hands down. Yeah. Um, and but I also feel like the best in the ring. And and she has. She has no, not anymore. No, they're all. That they've been split up, but mm-hmm. she's still hurt. I think or recovering from surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she had Living two surgeries in a row. Yeah. yeah, but I feel like even when before her surgery, before she left for that, she wasn't really. But like, I wanted to see her in a championship storyline, and that 
Well, she did. She it was. Uh, but I mean, a championship. You have a point. And that is storyline that she may have actually won because with Rhonda and I'm, I was the only person I feel like I was a fan of Rhonda. Yeah, they did not make not it me. believable. But here's, not here's like the thing: her. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't like her even being at there. all, man. Like so, even that. Like, I didn't mind her. But, and then also I feel like Shinsuke when they brought him in, you know he. There was like yeah. this lull and like, That's oh, you know, he's coming, he's coming, he's coming, mm-hmm. and then it was just like, oh, he's. I guess we'll put him in a match now here down the road, right. and then you know he. There was this whole thing. We got that match with AJ and Shinsuke that was not like, what it should have been. Four, when it should have been. It kept getting better right. and better, which you can't handicap them for that. But their first match was at WrestleMania, so you're like, this should have been. The culmination of it. This <laughs> should, this should have been. Like this should have been a thing that started before and then built up to that point. Anyway, and then put the U.S. title on him, and then what the fuck? He's not on TV for like two months. I don't. It was, was just weird. Though. But it all goes back to that whole thing about <laughs> all these titles that they have, and they're just poor, poor booking. I mean, you don't have storylines yeah, built around most of these titles. He likes to do. He likes But I feel I like. I feel like out of these three that I picked, Shinsuke and Ruby have such charisma that they could take their characters off. Shinsuke is already a star in Japan. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's, that would, the middle of the that would be my hope. Be like, oh, yeah, is that maybe he can even leave WWE and go back to. Yeah, go back to like New Japan and then just. You know, dominate and be himself. Even not New Japan Ring of Honor, wherever you want. Ring of Honor, yeah. Like specifically New Japan, if he went back there, like he could literally poop in the middle of the ring. People like, yes. Oh my God, a work of art. Yeah. But Ruby specifically, if she one. went anywhere, like that She'd would be yeah. an unexpected one. I'd She'd be a star. I would love to see her. She, I would love to see her in age. Yeah. Do you hear it? Yeah, it's right. I would love to see Ruby Riot in AEW and like a few Britt Baker or. Like to be honest, everyone's talking about Sasha in AEW, and to be honest, who the fuck cares? Like, so I don't want to say she's really not that great to me. She really isn't. She's never wowed me. Besides her NXT stuff, and even then, I. She's the one to me that's not believable. I can't get past... Even though that, to me, like, I can get past unbelievableness. I, I, I like storytelling. As long as you can tell it to me and it make a little bit of sense, I'm fine. I can't get past her... She just, honestly, is not the best wrestler. Out of all the four horse women... Of yeah. the WWE, far, she's the worst. Charlotte, she is Becky, the worst. Bailey, and Sasha, she, in my mind, is the worst. I really like Bailey wrestling-wise... I just don't like her gimmick in here recently. She's been improving upon that. Yeah. That'll be a comeback for the yeah. ages if they can write that ship. No, oh. No, I, no, I think they are. They yeah. might be. They're women's division. That's about all WWE has going for them. Yeah. Like, division sucks and then women's division sucks. Their women's division's pretty fucking hot, though. Oh, shit. Uh, fucking love Becky. Yeah, I mean, I love man, cool thing. You can't not love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charlotte. Even though people are like, I'm tired of her, I'm like, no, it's fucking Charlotte Flair. She's great. She's wonderful. The queen. The legacy. Yeah. It's so good. Those three are fine. 
especially with Bailey doing as well as she has been, like mm-hmm. the champion, being more aggressive, not being so. Yeah, happy go lucky, but just making was making more of an effort to stake her claim as you know somebody who belongs in the top level of the women's roster. So Sasha is really the odd woman out, and I really don't think she, with the AEW uh, Double or Nothing pay per view that she can contend with those women. Well, here here's my thing, okay, and I could be completely wrong. This is just my opinion. No, but I I believe that what they gave Bailey was meant for Sasha. But Sasha threw the fits and started going crazy. And fucked it up for us. So they gave it to Bailey. I I in my mind, I believe that that was Sasha's spot and Sasha fucked it first. And I could be completely wrong. It could have been Bailey from the start. I don't know. I don't talk to people who make the decisions. But <laughs> I feel like honestly, I just feel like that was Sasha's have... spot and she fucked it. I, I feel like I, mean, I feel like since it's one spot, they maybe wrote it and just like, okay, well we're gonna split them up, we're gonna turn them against each other, and we're gonna see, we're gonna see what happens, and whoever deals with whatever's coming at them better, then then that's who's gonna get in. And it just happened to be Bailey. Yeah. I mean, I I, but I'm gonna be a nitpicky bitch for a minute, and this whole thing with Sasha. And her not being able to apparently get the word woman and the word women and use it in the right fucking place. And this has been a long time, you know, the raw woman's champion and, you know, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, woman's. Yeah. I'm a strong, very basic. I'm a strong woman. And it's like, you're a fucking idiot. So I haven't brought this up in a very long time. I bitch about it. I used to bitch about it all the time. (laughs) This bitch today, and I say this bitch. You're talking this, about Sasha Banks. This, yeah, this dumb bitch today. This posted dumb this, fucking bitch. Posted this on Twitter. If God was a woman. <laughs> if God was a woman. <laughs> I screenshotted this. Says, I, 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 you probably get paid ten times more than I do. Uh, and then I do thought, you deserve it? maybe she's just hell no. And then I thought, maybe she's just saying it wrong. But like, if you, I did a screenshot of this and I sent it to John, and I said she can't even get it right when she's she is typing it. She don't do anything good. John said, I feel like she does it on purpose. I said she dumb. No, she's <laughs> like, she dumb. dumb. Yeah, she's, she's a dumb, dumb. woman. <laughs> she's she's a dumb woman. <laughs> Stop being a stupid woman. <laughs> Three guys. Three guys. Three I guys. I got three guys. I got three guys. My three guys. Two of them have already been named. Right. It's Mojo, number uh-huh. one, because he's a bruiser. And yes. Sometimes they book him that they book him that way through his promos, but not really through results. He never really, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, I mean his boy is Mike Skills. I know. Yeah. I, I, I'm not expecting him to go to a different promo and win all the championships, but I think oh, he no, could no. win more and, and have a better run than he's had in the WWE. Mm-hmm. Uh, second guy, Shinsuke. Same, pretty much the same reasons. He's a bruiser. He's a, you know. Hard hitter. He doesn't even need to be a king of strong style. King of strong style. He can have. He can be on TV at least, or be on pay per views. So we have to like. Uh, sorry, no speaking English. Problem or whatever. Mm. My last guy would be Apollo Cruz. Wow. Uh, yeah. All right. No, okay. No one wants cruiserweights. No, that's. He's not a cruiserweight. I will say. I will say. No. I actually. He's not a cruiserweight. Apollo Cruz, the big black guy. Not, no. I think I'm saying you're going to No, no. Apollo Cruz was about. Yeah. I was actually. Was good on in NXT. Yeah. Uh, I don't this know if he actually won a title, but he was good. 
Yeah, they were building him. I and, don't remember. And if you get him away team, and but... give him a couple wins or a promotion, maybe he can come star. I'm not saying he would, but it would probably be better off somewhere else being able to, to recreate himself. Well, no, yeah. they, they have no it's, plans It's like for they tried a little thing when they booked him with Titus, no, and then it's just like, like yeah. Titus and Dana Brooke yeah, yeah. was Titus Worldwide, which... Never got on Which, TV, you know, right? instead of... Actually, it I had... Kind of instead of Ruby, I had Dana written down first. I like Dana. She's not bad. I like, I like her Dana. too, man. I, I like her too. I think... You might want to delete that. No, it's not going to be Sting. I'm going to be the sexist That's guy. That's okay. No, Do you it's... know how many times I've talked about wrestlers' dicks on here? Yeah, no, they're Don't sexist. Don't worry about it. Dude, their podcast is literally about being fucking sexist. Well, I'm never invited. Jokes. Yeah. I'm never on it. You're here. You've been invited twice. I've been on You've once. been invited more times than that. You just don't come. I'm usually You're, <laughs> you're actually... You've yeah. actually... You've actually been on here. You, <laughs> You've been on here usually making yeah, comments. So you're all about. I'm going to make a joke. <laughs> oh boy. Titays, T I T T A Y S. A Y S. You've you've actually been on the podcast when you realize because sometimes you'll randomly ask something or yell something from the couch, oh. and I don't bother cutting it out because oh, it's okay. funny. Because so because then it's followed well, by Katie. It's like oh, I have a bigger following than I knew. Because <laughs> then it's usually. Do you have merch? Can I get a shirt with here here on it? Yeah. Here, Actually, here. I've got like five shirts in development. Hey, I need. Yeah. I know I need a shirt. With She's already getting ready to throw on your shirt. Yeah. She came up with things. So, so, yeah. so I'm number one right now. Who is your top merch seller? We have no merch. You gotta push. Push. <laughs> You've got zero merch sales. We'll split this. We'll split the really, and then we'll, there we go. We don't really have shirts. They're all shirts. Okay, so like no, but you you own shirts, but they're not for sale to the public yet. It's just special, like you yeah. all made it for you. Yeah, I, okay. I, I made. Yeah, I made this. You would like your own podcast because if they were available, I would buy them. Yeah, it can say three fans in a pot on the back, but on the front, it's all business. How about me, Emily, and Brittany get our own customized shirts first? Yeah, we carry the weight of this podcast. Nah, I think we put ears and headphones. I guarantee you, my dad's yeah, presence will up that. your following by. I don't think 30%. anybody does, but anyways, <laughs> literally our highest-grossing episodes, which, by the way, at number ninety-two or three, has like a hundred and ten. So you're going up. You that's broke a hundred. That's nice. recently, right? You were hundred. Yeah. What are y'all doing right now? Gasping. I was the what number six with a hundred and ten listeners. No, so that was like the you last were the hundred and tenth listen. You listened to it. I haven't listened to it. The quick trying to sell merch. Well, none, of those, none of those views are for me. Forget the merch. I care about the listens at this point, and I'm yeah. surprised. I'm, I'm very you proud. Were the, yeah. on YouTube, so we can make I'm so confused by this. We need a camera. We have to get on YouTube. That's my next and That's yeah. where you make that's the our next. We need to make good money first. We all need to make money to where we can afford a fucking camera. Because I don't think any of us can afford it's a camera be a good right camera now. Lighting and everything. First off, actually. Maybe gonna, this one actually, can afford a camera. Actually, the first step is sound mixing. Microphone. Yes. No microphone. You no, need to have sound effects and everything. We actually have microphones. It's just. The, it's the yeah, snowball. We need a mixer. The no, snowball. it's not the we have individual mics. Damn it! Snow? They're not. They're, they're cheap really individual, individual mics, but, but we need a proper well, we mixer device. to plug them in. You don't stop fucking huffing and puffing. You're just gonna make us talk. I know what computer? I'm talking about. Goddamn. 
Coming at you lot. You know, I don't know. Coming at you lot. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, let's wrap this up. We're going to do Hmm. Okay, I'm just saying. I, I didn't say anything. I literally mentioned mics, and you were like, nah, 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 nah. "That's a good impression." <laughs> Put that on the podcast. <laughs> Don't cut that. Okay. Can we have a shirt with Kitty on this? What I did. I told. No, you didn't. But anyways. Well, now you've ruined my scene. Okay, it's such a good podcast. We talked for like three hours. It was yeah. a great podcast. Uh, we talked for three hours. And then yeah. now you just... That's not part of the podcast, though. We could make it part. And, <laughs> and, and shouldn't. Brent, uh, like... Behind, <laughs> you haven't well, started you making part. those two holes behind the scenes. Do you have a Messiah behind the scenes? Messiah. Messiah. Behind the scenes. The Messiah of the backpacker. Messiah. I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Living in the goddamn. That's my thing. Oh, oh god. The goddamn work. Have you shown her the uh, no, no, dude. You know. You know you what needs to happen. I'm not. Okay, first off, know, this, we're not. I'm not. Are you sure? Well, it's well, like two minutes. It's like. Let's wrap this up first, then we'll do that. We'll, and then we'll focus on set. Do you even still have that? No, shut up. You don't have sus anymore? I need you to shut up for about, like, two minutes. <laughs> then I'm tits. <laughs> I'm run for <laughs> That's on a call. That's mean. Oh, we, that's fucking mean. You're about to get black out. Oh, no, that's I mean. Cannot, I'd like to on. see you try. Is it, is it it's, really It's mean? fucking mean. Is that Floyd? Does it matter? Oh, that's mean. That's even more mean. Just yeah, do your finish. Do your clothes. <laughs> Close the show out. Come on. Hey, hey. It's my birthday. <laughs> it's not it's yet. In like 42, 22 minutes. As always, the nights. Please feel free to follow us on all of our social media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. You search at three fans in a pod, you will see the big golden belt pop up. Like it, follow it, love it. Like everything we post, retweet, give us a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. But the most important places you can always listen to these wonderful wrestling ramblings. Please follow us on. SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify. Now, newly Spotify, right? That's a new addition. Send us money. Um, It's been on for <laughs> two months oh. on Spotify. That's okay. Sorry. We need some of that one Although I will list. say that now with a Hulu subscription, <laughs> no, with a Spotify subscription, you, you get, get Hulu. Hulu for free. So, you know, you'll we'll download Spotify it. to listen to us. I don't want to repeat it. You can. All right. Do it again. Do it again. Fine. Whatever. Tink, and then we drink. That's fine. Tink and drink. We'll do this really quickly. Take three. Come here. Come here. I'm done. No, I'm done. Here. I won't say anything. I'm done for the podcast. Are you sure? Yeah. Do you have anything else? No, I'm done. I'm done. This might hit you. Just slug me right in the face. Let's go.
As always, fanatics, the place is where you can hear these wonderful, fantastic wrestling ramblings. Please search us out on any of these websites. Find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, Spotify, and as always, iTunes. Wow. You search three fans and a pod, the big golden belt will pop up. You like it? You listen to it? You follow it? You like it? You upvote it? You do what you do. As always, if you're feeling a little generous, you like what you heard, maybe you want to investigate how you get more involved, please visit our Patreon page. Go to patreon.com forward slash threefansandpod.com all lowercase. <clears throat> you have reward tiers. Check those out. See if you might want to donate some money. Goes towards subscription fees to the places where you can hear us. At the end of the day, it just goes towards you guys hearing us do more of this. With more so. people, better quality. Exactly. Get more of these guys, get more of us, get better quality. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics, things you just like to generally discuss, please email us. We're very open people. Uh, three fans in the pod at gmail.com, all over the case. Email it, we'll get back to you. And as always, fanatics, stay clashy. You motherfucking out! We out. It's Carney's birthday week. <laughs>